welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about waiting through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fan, and joining me is... I'm Ben Enns, the other host. Today we're continuing Tsukihime with days 8 through 10, probably, of the Akiha route. Hopefully 11, because it's fucking day 12 and our wrap-up is going to take forever. Oh, yeah, 11. Um... (laughs) I believe yeah. in us. Gambate. <laughs> Gambate, Ben. So, uh, yeah, more Akiha stuff. Uh, let's see. We got content warnings. This route carries content warnings for sexual assault, gore, violence, child abuse, sex scenes with underage characters, incest, careless handling of mental health, misogyny, death, and suicide. Uh, Fen, is the yeah. sex scene within this range? No. Is that day 12? Or is that day 11? I think it's day 12. Oh boy. Well. Oh, nope. It's day 11. It's day 11. (laughs) I thought it might be day 11, Fen. We might have to talk about that. Oh no. Alright. Oh no, Ben. Well. I just found my notes for that and I hate it. Oh, Fen. We're gonna have to talk about that. Do you want to know what the section heading for that one is, Ben? Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) Even if I knew it was coming doesn't mean I'm excited for this scene. (laughs) Day eight. (laughs) Afternoon dream. I'm back to... It's the beginning of an episode, Ben. I'm back to being energetic. You just just got over-caffeinated. You're ready to go. I, I had... I had a cup and a half of uh, green tea. It's you very might... good green tea. It's like a chai green tea. Uh-huh. This is our food content. I just had a chocolate cake shake. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> I'm not but supposed like, to have chocolate. A little, bit of, a little bit of caffeine is what I hope will keep me awake today, because I have not slept well in more than a week. Uh-huh. Also, Ben? Yes? I'm so happy that we're recording, because it means that I'm no longer playing uh, Toho Luna Nights, which is turning me into the Joker a little (laughs) bit. Peregrine's going to be so disappointed in you. I'm... So, I talked with you a little bit about this. Uh, I'm sorry for everyone who does not care about our video game opinions and is solely here for... Our opinions about a different video game. Well... Uh, yeah, sorry for the people who are solely here to to understand Tight Moon lore. Um, you're also getting us. So you you listened to a five hour episode of us talking to one another. So I'm sure that you can deal with a, a, a slight digression. Anyway, <laughs> you really have turned into the Joker. <laughs> I love you. Um, music incredible. Uh, now that I'm used to the controls, I enjoy the combat. The the thing about it is, is that it's a Metroidvania. Uh-huh. It it's making me care about Sayaka, which is cool. She's a she's a cool maid. She got time powers. Cool. So, so that's the same. The thing about it that I don't enjoy is that it's a Metroidvania that makes backtracking and exploration the most painful thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. It's I am enjoying, I love the boss fights because there's always a save point nearby, like right next to the boss fight rooms. The boss fights are like cool. 
they require to use your time stop and time slow powers in interesting ways mm -hmm. and like I have a saw that is my strongest attack which it rules to just launch a saw into people um <laughs> I just did uh Remilia and mm -hmm. that that fight was a lot of fun she's a cool vampire I like her but the save spots are so rare and you mm -hmm. can only teleport between gates, which are not save spots. There's only one gate per area. Right. And so, like, you get a key or, like, double jump or uh, the ability to stand on knives while time is... is Right, she's a knife maid as well. I forgot that part. I love this. She's great. Endless knives. So, yeah, you get a new ability and you're like, oh, there's that place I couldn't get to. And then instead of being able to teleport anywhere near that place that you just got the ability to to go, mm. you have to you have to spend five minutes getting there, platforming there, mm. and fighting mm. enemies and trying not to die. Do you want to take a guess as to how many times it I collected an upgrade, one mm. specific upgrade that I'm thinking of? How many times I collected that upgrade and then died before I got to a save spot, and so mm. had to go recollect that upgrade Ooh. oh i don't like the sound of that have you played hollow knight i love hollow knight <laughs> uh i think it it's yeah i yeah which is weird right that, i think like, that if you pick up a upgrade in hollow knight that doesn't go away if you die yeah which is really the part that is killing me is that all of your map progress and upgrades oh, and stuff disappears yeah. mm -hmm. as soon as you die. That's unfortunate. And so I am just like, <sighs> it's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I'm doing great, everyone. Thanks uh -huh. for asking. Day eight. Afternoon dream. October 28th. It's Thursday. Should we do uh, what video games we've been playing at the very beginning? Like how on uh, Gundam Project, you what anime they've been playing? Or oh, we could also watching? we could also talk about anime, Ben. Here's the thing, Fen. We don't need to pad our episodes any. I don't think. No, I know, and I just, I have just, I just spent most of today playing Toho. Uh -huh, so it's very Not, on your mind. I I don't know that I could ever play a real Toho, although <laughs> I very much want to. Um, but playing luna nights and i i was ben was like hey fen do you have time to record today and i was like i'm exhausted but also i should not keep playing this game because i am getting <laughs> not mm -hmm. mad i don't get mad at games i'm just getting a little frustrated with myself and i want to curl up into a ball and cease existing so sure let's record you ever play uh momodora reverie under the moonlight i i played almost all of that i haven't mm -hmm. finished it I did beat that. The that final boss uh, was too frustrating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Marissa, that's her name, right? I'm not mm. getting all the Toho names wrong. I have. I am not the person to ask for Toho name information. Uh, yes, Marissa. I think is the boss fight in Luna Nights that mm -hmm. I struggled the most with. Which one is she? What's her What's her deal? She's the She's the witch. The cute. The key oh, witch. Oh, right. Witch. She flies around on a broom. Mm-hmm. I think, well, Remilia took several tries of from me, but, mm -hmm. like, getting 
finally understanding why the saw was good. Uh-huh. Um, I I should say it's a chainsaw. Why the chainsaw was good <laughs> was very satisfying in terms of like, oh right, so you have <clears throat> you have mana and you can pause time mm-hmm. and attacks when time is not paused use mana and mm-hmm. attacks when time is paused use your time gauge and your huh. time gauge refills way faster than your mana does i see but t- like the, the time gauge also ticks down when you move or just like time passing when time is paused uh and you're also only allowed to put out a certain number of attacks while time is paused mm-hmm. but like pausing time firing off two saws unpausing time firing off a saw pausing time again firing off two saws uh-huh, uh-huh. was just a nice like it's a nice like rhythm very satisfying i will again, say um chainsaw made with time powers is a hell of a gender just saying. oh she's she's incredible i did not most of my knowledge of toho characters comes from lost word the the gacha game and there are some characters from that that i really love i adore Flendare's design mm-hmm. um she has cool like rainbow wings like mm-hmm. rainbow gem wings and and remyu i know that i know that remyu is great mm-hmm. she's very cute sayaka was not on that list of tohos i care about uh-huh <laughs> but playing this game is like oh yeah she's she's great catch us in seven years for our follow-up podcast where we play all of the toho everything oh ben we're gonna have a guest uh who really likes toho and then (laughs) suddenly we're just gonna turn into to people who also really like toho like Uh by by uh what what's the word i'm searching for the transitive Um, property yeah or by osmosis yeah just having that person on our episodes is gonna be like oh yes yes toho it's great we should (laughs) we should all catch up on everything that toho has ever done um all you, right you want to try one more time to introduce the day day eight afternoon tree. <laughs> you're already out of energy for galligan <laughs> i so yeah i had two two cups of tea using the same tea bag so like the second one was we less strong us, we can't keep talking man <laughs> <laughs> we have to get moving this episode's gonna be five hours <laughs> and it's not even gonna be the whole thing um akiha fell asleep on shiki's bed ben wait don't you we have to do the whole intro though just in case people jump right to it oh okay well i said my part do it again this is four. Oh my god Day 8, Afternoon Dream. October 28th, Thursday. Wait, uh, give me one more try. I need I need at least some excitement for the day intro. You want to say that you want to have it in the in the timestamps 5 times. Day 8, Afternoon Dream. October 28th, it's a Thursday. What the uh do you remember what the the day title card background was this time um no you have written down that it was a a shot of akiha and cheeky which i believe i just don't i don't remember it at all yeah yeah it's that it's the summer day cg of them together um 
but this it was in sepia this time. It, this whole route, every time we've seen that shot, has been in full color. This time it's sepia. Yeah, fascinating. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, another thing I noted is that this is a z- zero-choice day, which hasn't happened in Tsukuhime so far. Wait, really? Yeah, there's no choices. No, I mean, I know that there are no choices in day eight. Mm. I mean, there's really zero, not just this route, there's zero other days that have zero choices? I'm like 99% sure. Let me let me pull up my the route guide I was looking at... Do, 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 just real quick. Where That's the fascinating. Fuck did I me. put it? Arcoe definitely didn't. Maybe there was one in CL that didn't have choices. Nope. No choices. Uh, it is only or only in the Kiha route so far. Everyone, everyone else has a, at least one choice a day. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So what 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 happens when he gets up today? He realized. Well, he feels great. Because he didn't have any nightmares last night. Uh huh. No, no gutting people nightmares. Yep. Uh, we ended last episode with no nightmares, just a Kiha cuddles. Uh huh. He hasn't realized that. He realizes that now. Oh wait, really? Yeah, he didn't. He like wakes up and realizes that a Kiha was actually there last night. Are you sure that none of? I have that written down under day seven. Yeah, we know. It's it's said that uh, Akiha's heartbeat was near, but he wakes up and oh, he's like, whoa, she's yes. actually here. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. A- turns out Akiha fell asleep on Shiki's bed. Yeah, he like wakes up lazily and is like, oh, today's Founder's Day, so it's a day off from school. I don't have to like hurry up. And then he like jolts because Akiha's sleeping on him. Uh-huh. We get a cute CG of her peacefully sleeping. Uh, and then Shiki's like, wow, she's beautiful. And I'm like, ah, no. <laughs> I, he's not entirely wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is cute. She's got the, she's got the, like, oh, I, I was sitting next to the bed and then just kind of collapsed on it. Uh-huh. Uh, cause I was sleepy and couldn't stay awake. Uh-huh. I said that in a weird voice. I mean that that is, like, exactly <laughs> what happened. Fan. Oh, you know. Was she sleepy and couldn't stay awake? <laughs> I, I more meant that, like, I believe that that is actually legitimately what happened, not mm-hmm. that she was like, ah, yes, I will stay in this chair until I'm too sleepy to stay awake and accidentally fall asleep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We're punchy today, I like it. I'm exhausted. Um, <laughs> so he calls her name gently, and she doesn't get up, and he's like, oh, I don't have the heart to, like, actually wake her up. And he's like, wow, she looks so vulnerable and young when she's asleep. And I, I hate this. <laughs> this, uh-huh. is the whole, this is the whole reason that the stuff with between him and her in this route are, is so bad. Because he keeps being like, wow, she's just like a child. Isn't she beautiful? Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh. It's like, it's not even the... um. Of everything with them, I don't think the one-year age gap between them is the problem. Like, he's a kid too, you know? Though, yeah, I do yeah. hate that we are going to get porn CGs of a 16-year-old. It's not the last time. It's, it's like, the 17-year-old ones are also not great, but... Again, I am... Again, ben? having people who are actually over the age of consent for the first two routes has been nice. Uh-huh. I am going to go feral if... Hisui is actually 15. 
Yeah, she is. She's gotta be. It sucks. Ben, why why can't they be twins? They look they're almost they're, okay, they're yeah, identical they might be twins. twins. They might they might be twins. I I think they're right we're right that they're the same age. Okay. So awful. This this game was awful. Anyway. Let's see. He thinks back to when they were kids. Uh he's like, Oh, she didn't use to smile a lot, but I always treasured her smile. And he, she mumbles, oh, Nissan in her sleep, and et cetera, et cetera. And he, like, picks up her hair to look at her better. Mm-hmm. <sighs> They're trying to make this cute. It's not. It's, I'm just having a hard, I'm not over it yet. And <laughs> I'm going to have a whole arc with this. Uh-huh. So, let's see. <sighs> uh, she starts muttering apologies in her sleep and getting upset, and then pulls herself up and wakes up. And we uh-huh. get her, like, kind of dazed, hollow-eyed sprite. And she asks, what are you doing here? He's like, well, it is my room. And she squeaks and jumps to her feet. <laughs> Which, yeah. The problem, Ben... Is that part was cute? Is that, yeah, sometimes she is cute. She's cute. Like, the framing is bad, but Akiha is cute. Yeah. I like her as a character, you know what I mean? I'm always yeah. going to be thinking about her swirling that whiskey around. Yeah, oh, Ben, you posted a, a perfect, ideal picture mm-hmm. of Akiha swirling whiskey as, like, a Discord sticker. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I just want to say, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that that's a good reaction image, because she's <laughs> very... I don't know that she's good, but... Uh, sometimes she does things that are very good. Yeah. So she pretends that she just walked in, which is very funny. <laughs> Wait, does she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, I just came to check on you. Anyway, um, how'd you sleep? <laughs> uh-huh. He says that he slept well, but he's still feeling a little off, so he's gonna take the day off to, like, rest. And she's like, whoa, I thought you'd, like, fucking run for it again, kid. No, it's a, it's a day off from school, so he can, like, actually rest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's see. She's too close to his face, and he says he might go crazy because of how cute she is. <sighs> oh, I hate this. Um, so she's like, okay, you stay here and, like, relax until at least lunch. Like, try and get some more sleep. Yeah, Shiki is as ever guilty that someone cares for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I'm no older brother. Uh, you, you, since you've needed to take care of me since I got back, and she's like, you're still my brother, whether or not you're a good one. <laughs> Pretty uh-huh. funny. So, oh yeah, yeah. This is where I'm like, she must not have heard the part of his conversation with CL where he confessed that he was bitten by a vampire and was maybe going on a killing spree the last couple days. Yeah. <laughs> She knew that it was happening, but she didn't... She knew that that conversation was happening and that it was intimate, uh, but didn't hear anything about that part. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she reassures him and heads off, and then we cut to ten o'clock already. Yeah, he's bored. He's go, like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go back to sleep and sleep till noon. Uh-huh. And then the background goes grayscale, and Shiki's like, ooh, you know what? I'm really thirsty. Ben, he's also really warm. Uh huh. He he pulled the covers over over his head so that it, it would be dark. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it's really hot under the blanket. Uh huh. Uh huh. He wanders out in the hall to go look for water, and th- 
the corridor background is in photo negative, which is huh. comforting. It looks dope. Uh-huh. But it's definitely not 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 great. Not comforting, yeah. Uh we get to, he says something cryptic, we get some backgrounds like flipping, and Shiki's suddenly outside. And he says that he can't spend too much time in the sun. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fed? I can't yeah. this is where we're starting this episode. He gets to the detached building, and he hears something fall inside. He peeks in to the building, and Fen, why don't you tell me what he sees happening in the detached building? Uh, he sees Kohaku topless with Akiha all up on her. <laughs> Not just all up on her, driving her teeth into uh, Kohaku's chest and drinking her blood. <laughs> I think, Ben. I think that we get a CG before that. Do we? I was definitely like, oh, I see. They're sneaking out here to, to f- Uh-huh, no. No, there's blood all over her chest. I'm I'm almost certain. I don't have a screenshot of it, of course, but... I am almost certain that there's a... Mm-hmm. Wait, we can, we can solve this right now because it would be in the, uh... Oh, yeah. Here, I'm pulling it up. Okay. I might be wrong, but I do have a note that is like, they're both so horny in the CG, and then like, oh, Akiha is feeding. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I just got hit with the music, Fen. Oh, it's great, is the thing. Okay, graphics mode, this would be Akiha. Yep. Let's see. It just looks like the one to me. Okay. Although the the bead of blood is pretty small, so maybe you just didn't see it at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, Akiha is uh, feeding from Kohaku. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, Shiki's like, I, I want to wake up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this must be a dream. And then he immediately wakes up in bed. Uh-huh. Almost as if it was a dream. Back in his room. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's all fine. I uh, had had a theory at this point that Kohaku just was drinking water at the party because uh, the blood of people who drink alcohol tastes bad, according to Yumizuka. I think she said drunk people. Drunk people. Yeah, I'm just saying. What if Akira yeah. was hungry? I just think that, you know, you can occasionally have alcohol and... Yeah, I'm just theorizing. I, I'm still theory have, girl. Still have tasty, tasty blood. Mm-hmm. Like... I use out. Al- I don't drink. I use alcohol in cooking. It's because the alcohol part like cooks off. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not cooking Kohaku. No, but like, what if the same thing happens? You get like some of the flavors left, but mm-hmm. all the all the alcohol, the the like gross mm-hmm. bit, is mm-hmm. gone. Akiha does have a taste for alcohol. This is true. Uh huh. So yeah, Shiki's like, um, well, that had to have been a dream, even though it did seem pretty real. This line. The smell of the tatami mats, the two's ragged breathing, the gulping I heard from Akiha's throat. <laughs> uh, that's horny. Fan- this is so horny. <laughs> this is this is also horny. I can unabashedly get behind. It's so great. Uh, there's still there's still like some weird power dynamics happening. Uh-huh. But that is her at- maid that she. <laughs> yeah, but at least those are like. Mm-hmm. par for the course of uh i'm fine with dealing with that kind of thing in mm-hmm. a uh in a game yeah maybe less healthy irl but like oh yeah 
I can I can get behind it in this game. Um, love, it's not even that she's like biting her arm or her neck or nope. something. She's like biting her titty. Biting that titty. So he gets out of bed and he heads to the detached building to prove to himself that it was a dream. Mm-hmm. And he hears someone coming while he's in the woods and he hides. And it's uh, who is it? It's wait, it's a Kiha, right? It's Kohaku leaving the building. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes uh, in and finds a dazed-looking Akiha, and is like, uh-huh. uh, what, what are you up to? Wait, is Kohaku, is Kohaku, like, walking kind of weirdly? Is she at this point? I know we, uh, that happens later. Maybe it's just later. <gasps> uh, it might be now, too. I didn't notice, note it down. Uh, so yeah, he's like, uh, why, why are you here? And she says that she's having one last look at the building before it is finally demolished, which is interesting. Mm. Uh, I wondered if it was, it's that it's just not worth the risk of Shiki continuing to stumble into it. Uh Uh-huh. And now that she has him back, she doesn't need it as a reminder. Yeah. Well, it is still a convenient spot to... But her room would be fine. Her room would be fine. They live in a mansion. There's plenty of places to do this without having to go into the woods. So, hey, Ben. Yes? In the dream, Akiha was wearing her normal clothes, but now she's wearing her school uniform. She claims that she was at school this morning and only just came back, even though school is closed for the day. Well, Shiki's school is. She goes to his school. Yeah, but maybe... Uh, hmm? <laughs> there is reason Shiki doesn't jump on that, so maybe there would could be a reason why she was there. But it is suspicious. I mean, Shiki is also a sack of bricks, and like, yeah, you, I know you can you can lie to Shiki until you tell him that you're lying. He will take what you say at face value. Uh huh. So yeah, he's like, yeah, it must it must have been a dream. And then Akia finally realizes that not only it's not her who's not supposed to be there. <laughs> Uh-huh. And she's like, why are you, why aren't you resting? And he's like, oh, I was just taking a walk. And she's like, you promised you wouldn't come here. This building is on the verge of collapse. It could, it's dangerous. And then he's like, if it's so dangerous, why are you in here? Like, spacing out. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets huffy and starts to leave. And he asks uh, a very interesting question. He asks her, finally, if there was another kid they used to play with in the clearing. And she's like, no. And leaves. Uh-huh. He knows. He knows there's a third child. And he's wondering yeah. if she's lying or if she can't remember herself. If there is a third child, he still hasn't remembered that he's the adopted one. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. still thinks of himself as, like, oh, right, it was me and Akiha, and, and we're siblings, like, kid. blood siblings, and then there was a third adopted child. Yep. So yeah, he's, uh, the day, um, passes, not much else happens, Akiha doesn't visit him in his room again, because she's mad at him, Kohaku brings him dinner. By not much else happens, we mean the day kind of skips forward a whole bunch. Oh yeah, 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 I wouldn't be able to be satisfied with, oh, a bunch of things happen that don't matter, I would, I would go over them because I'm a monster yes. and a freak. He's getting ready to go to sleep. And he worries that without a Kiha around, he's going to have that horrible dream again. Bummer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ben, what happens next? He could just ask for help. Yes. He could say, hey, sleeping with you... Mm-hmm. 
Uh, hey, yeah, sleeping that, next to yeah. you. What? Yeah, fan. <laughs> sleeping next to you helps me not have weird dreams. Can we do that more often? Uh huh. Oh, fan. <laughs> she would bug out. She would throw a. She would throw a fit. And then she would say yes because she really wants to. Uh huh. He gets out of bed. Because he doesn't want, he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to stay up through the whole night. I don't want to, I don't want to see that again. I'm going to just stay up. And he sees someone standing outside. Who is it? And where are they? He sees a Kiha in the courtyard. And he's going to go join her. Join, mm. he's going to go join her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, like, almost, almost full moon. Yeah, 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 we're getting close to the full moon. And we get Ben... <sighs> Arcoid was robbed. Akiha gets three outfits. Uh-huh. It's a pretty outfit. Uh-huh. Arcoid was robbed in a lot of ways, fan. The problem with this route is that it has a lot of scenes mm-hmm. that individually rule Yeah. if they weren't headed towards... Well, yeah, again... Or if they were willing to give up and just say, hey, it's fine that like they don't think of each other as siblings. Ah, uh, yeah, what if they could... Okay, so he uh, goes to see her. She's standing by a big tree. And uh, when he gets up to her, he asks what she's doing. And she's like, oh, I'm watching the moon, just like you. And we get a cute sprite of her, like, turning back and looking at him with, like, autumn leaves in the background. She says that he's a troublesome patient. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, good evening, Nissan. Going out at a time like this when you're sick, you're such a troublesome patient, aren't Mm -hmm. you? Uh, yeah, Chigi responds, I guess. I could see the moon from my room, but there was a poor little girl outside. As a proper brother, I had to come. Mm-hmm. And Akiha, hoo-hoo, well, I'm sorry about that. And, like, it's... Uh, I just... <laughs> I would be so much happier if they would stop referring to each other as siblings. Uh-huh. Or act more like siblings all the time. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. She says she'll go back to her room if he tells her to, and he's like, actually, I could use the company. Uh, we get a line, Akiha's nod seems as if she was praying for something. Hmm. Uh-huh. He asks why she's in a good mood, and she's like, oh, it's just nice to talk to you. Uh, he blushes, and she immediately is like, are you sick? Because no one's ever seen a blush in the Tono household before. Uh-huh. Let's see, he thinks about how beautiful she is, and she asks him if he remembers this tree. It was their meeting place when they were kids, apparently. He would throw a stone at her window, and she would sneak away from her lessons to see him. That must take some fucking doing, because presumably she has had, like, one-on-one sessions with a tutor, right? Yeah! How do you get away from that? I don't... Like say i need to i need to go pee and then just run away how many times can you pull that trick though i don't know like i guess like oh i'm just gonna go grab something from the library like you could you could be doing a lot of things and if you come back like 70 percent of the time and the Uh other 30 percent you sneak off although i get the impression that it's like a hundred percent of the time that she left that room she came outside yeah yeah it seems like they hung out on pretty much daily this is also why why was she I guess we get we'll talk about this later when it's like more explicitly framed. Mm-hmm. But like why was she the one getting lessons and not her brother? <laughs> yeah, I don't 
Not not yeah. that I think yeah. Not that I'm like, oh yeah, of course her brother uh-huh. deserves to be the head of the household. But like he's both older and also male. And he I get the impression that the, the, the Tonos would would like uh whatchamacallit? Mm-hmm. Um like preference him, but I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that uh upper uppercase cheeky was set to be the head of the household. I think Makihisa is just sexist and was treating her like a like a porcelain doll that needed to be protected, and like raised right. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll, whereas, we'll get to something whereas, later that I feel like mm-hmm. like contradicts that, but we'll see. Because um, that's part of why Shiki, uppercase Shiki, is always upset is because his inheritance of the Tono family was stolen. Yeah, but it was stolen by. Well, yeah. His place was stolen by our Shiki. Yes. And because Shiki was frail, he was he also lost the inheritance. Yeah. Is how it's framed. Yeah, well, I think that yeah. like, Makihisa's here like, oh yeah, uppercase Shiki is a boy and needs to like have a little bit of a rough and tumble upbringing. Akiha's a girl and needs to be raised proper from the start. Okay. That's just the vibe I get. Mm-hmm. Because, I, yeah, I don't think she was supposed to get the, ho- the like, mansion and the, the, the title of head of the family to start. Okay. So she says that everyone was so scared of Makihisa that no one would even talk to her, presumably besides her tutor. Uh, and then Shiki remembers Makihisa never being super, super strict with him, but was, like, always really hard on Akiha. Mm-hmm. And he was a rebellious little brat. And knew that she hated being cooped up, and he would, like, catch her and drag her away to play games with him. Mm-hmm. That's cute. And Makihisa would yell at him and try and keep her away from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have written down that this is the day when the game starts hard-selling Akiha as a love interest. Uh-huh. And I would be so much more on board if they weren't also trying to keep pretending that she's his sister like uh-huh i don't think that any of well so the their romance as a whole would read uh-huh. very differently to me if it was a like oh yeah you were a you're a childhood friend it's extremely childhood friend is the thing is the way that they frame it and they sell it you know what i mean yeah which is it's interesting because that is that trope can be so close to weird like dating your sister stuff but the framing makes it feel very different, right? Yeah. I also, like, it's worth saying I have a weird relationship with my siblings, so I don't necessarily know how, yeah, I don't necessarily know, like, what should fall into one or the other. Hmm. Or, like, what, yeah, like, what distinguishes between those two things, mm-hmm. but I, I, yeah, just, like, Textually, it would be very comforting for the game to say, like, oh, yeah, like, they were they were close, but it's, like, it's because he was a neighborhood kid, or, uh-huh. you know, he is who he is, and so... They want to have their their cake and eat it, too. Well, yeah, but I don't like, I don't like the cake. <laughs> they like the cake, is what I'm saying. I just want the cake, or I just want to eat it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the cake is in this metaphor, but I don't... So yeah, Shiki was never scared of Makihisa, it seems, so he would just keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that even after he left for the Adima family, he- she remembered him and it kept her grounded through her like harsh upbringing. 
<laughs> and she's like, I'm head of household now. I can't rely on anyone like that anymore. And she's disappointed in herself for showing weakness like she is right now. Mm. <laughs> well, this line. Uh, she does, she does a little, like, cute prance around, and he says, he thinks, even though she's my sister, no, because she is my sister, I really want to protect this girl. This is what I mean. They're like, oh, <laughs> oh, childhood friend romance. And then he's like, that's right. And also, I want to bang my sister. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the endings, mm -hmm. but all of this would be, <laughs> I don't know about great. But mm -hmm. so much of this would be infinitely less uncomfortable mm -hmm. if there wasn't a sex scene that we knew we were going to get. Yeah. Uh-huh. He would still be like the like sister complex brother, right? Yeah. Which is like not my favorite character. Uh-huh. But is certainly less weird than, oh, I want to romance my sister. Uh-huh. So it's starting to get cold, and she says that they should go back in. We shouldn't stay here forever. And uh, what happens next, Fen? My my section heading is just crimson. Mm-hmm. Because the screen flash is red, and and the entire thing is just kind of dyed red. Like, like there's a red filter over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shiki sees her hair is red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the word unnecessary starts repeating itself uh -huh. in his head, and he thinks of red hair and associates that with a demon that drinks blood. That is not human, therefore it must be eliminated. <laughs> Shiki's getting a strong urge to kill Akiha as she desperately asks if he's doing okay. Hey, Ben. <laughs> hey, Ben. Next line. No, I'm not going to kill yet. I'll enjoy this woman's body first. I'm... So mad. Uh, and he tries to run away from Akiha uh, and not look at her. And he, he succeeds. Mm -hmm. Barely. Uh, he... Barely. Barely. Yeah. He makes it back to the mansion without looking back at her. Uh -huh. it's, a, it's a struggle. He closes himself in his room. He's terrified. He's filled with self-loathing. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, ooh, what the fuck was that? And he's like, oh, right, the, the Tono family legacy is to kill and uh -huh. be and to die strangely. And there's been so many deaths and Akiha was drinking blood and my fucked up dreams. Uh. Yeah, he realizes that he's the one who killed the boy when they were kids. Uh -huh. And that now the reason that he's been having these dreams and stuff is that he needs blood. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's like, Akiha's not the strange one. I am. I'm the killer. Uh-huh. And uh, we cut to another night on the town uh, with the, the boss fight music playing. We get the same, like, we get very similar descriptors of what's happening again, but uh, mm -hmm. Shiki, like, pitifully interjects in between lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever it is kills a man tonight. Uh, he They'd only killed women so far. Uh, but... Oh, right, I'm, this fucking then, scene. It's Roa. We know it's Roa. We know it's Roa. Um, someone interrupts I'm, I'm Roa. Sorry, I'm sorry to your uh, Akiha goes out and kills people to drink their blood theory. Well, now I don't need that theory because I know she's just drinking Kohaku's blood. Uh-huh. In, in the sexiest way possible. <laughs> uh -huh. 
secreting away in the woods, uh, Okohaku lowering her kimono so Kiha could feast on her blood from her, like, throat and breast area. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. CL shows up to interrupt Roa's feeding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, she chases him, but, you know, CL is never... CL gets to be badass very rarely. Uh-huh. A, a passerby shows up, and uh, the vampire stabs both of them through with a iron pipe. Roa, Roa gets them both pinned. Which is great. This, this is... I was about to say uh, in the last scene where Shiki managed to resist the urge to attack his sister that we'd gotten away from sexual assault in this route, and then I remembered this scene. <sighs> yes. The, uh, Roa crucifies a CL with some pipes and then uh, strips her, and it's implied that he's going to attempt to sexually assault her. Yeah, we were so close, Ben, to uh-huh. this route. Not I mean, having- he begins sexually assaulting her, but it cuts away. Yeah. No well, CGs. Wait, does it cut away entirely or does he get interrupted? Um, I'm not sure. I did not write that down because I was mad at the scene. Yeah, I mean, I was too. Uh, Shiki's dream gets interrupted. I'm not sure what happened to CL. That's fair. Mm-hmm. At the very least, there's no CG. <laughs> there's no CG, which is nice. And at this point, we we pretty much know 100% that it's not Shiki, which is, like, I guess better. Yeah, it's just, it's still not great, right. but CL's it is eyes, something. CL's eyes lock with uh, Roa, and Shiki wakes up from that. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blue pupils like flames looking into my eyes. The image stops. Organs break, like peeling off a scab. I wake up. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Terrible. That's day eight. That was a short one, Ben. Yeah, comparatively, that, that was that's probably the shortest day in the route. Day nine, blood sucking demon. Great name. October twenty ninth. It's Friday. Ben, we're talking about Akiha. Yes, yes. Today, today is day three of us talking about Akiha. Episode three. I mean, well, you know what I... <laughs> the the day title's Bloodsucking Demon. Oh, yeah. Well, she's not the only bloodsucking demon around here. I guess that's fair. She's the most... She's the one I like the most? Yeah, yeah. Is that I, true? I don't like Roa, so... I Yeah, I think it's... Well, okay. I liked Yumizuka more, but she's no longer around. No, no, it's tragic. And Arcoid is, Arcoid is too blood. prudish CL. to drink blood. CL uh, uh, recanted blood drinking. And yeah. uh, who knows what the maids drink. Hmm. I mean, like, a Kohaku drinks, like, vodka or something, right? Uh-huh. And we know, we know, Hisui drinks wine. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know necessarily that they're not also thirsty for blood, because so far it's every single girlfriend. <laughs> CL's not. She was. Okay, but she's no longer. She's a reformed blood-drinking demon. I know, I'm just saying, like, at one point, every girl has had blood. That, you're not wrong, I guess. It's a high ratio of blood-drinking girls to non-blood-drinking girls. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Shiki leaps out of bed. It's like six in the morning. He's thinking about the dream, but he's not really sure that it was CL. You know what I mean? Even though it looked exactly like her, the idea of her in that getup is like kind of out there for him, right? He's remarkably good at trying. Well, I don't know that he's. I wrote down Shiki is remarkably good at convincing himself that obvious things aren't true. Uh huh. Um, I don't know that he is. He's very good at trying to convince himself that uh-huh, obvious uh-huh. things aren't true. See, sometimes Shiki takes the don't tell lies that can't fool yourself uh, to mean try and fool yourself harder, kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. We get this good line. It, see, it almost seemed like Senpai was more of a monster than the killer, which is great. Uh-huh. Uh, although she did get her ass completely kicked uh, and didn't really get much of a chance to do anything, which is too bad. Yeah. Ben, he's he's all worked up. He's he's horny from this. <laughs> His I, body is horny from this. He's, he's part horny, he's part murder. Uh-huh. But... And he's all shiki. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. Um, he's like, it doesn't matter if this was a dream or not. It's still weird that I that my body is reacting to this. Yes. Uh huh. At least, well, I mean, like, I know that it's Roa who. Well, yeah, it's Arcoid. I guess he he Shiki gets to feel remorse for sexually assaulting Arcoid. Mm-hmm. I guess he kind of does in in CL's route, but like. For when Less he attacks so, Because we're so focused on everything else. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of, like, follow-up on that. But, yeah, she's like, eh, it doesn't matter if it was dream or reality. I, I did those, I, uh, yeah, I killed someone and tried to rape Senpai in either case. Mm-hmm. And, like, well, you didn't, but yeah. I, I'll take you feeling bad, because I uh-huh. didn't get it as much as I deserved it on other routes. Under the music, there's a constant ticking. Oh, From the it clock. rules. We've talked about it before that the clock just like tick, 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 tick. Very stressful. I might just insert that sound effect. I don't, then again, I don't think it's like an actual, it's not a, it's not a file. It's like part of the game code. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be harder than, but anyway, uh, it's, it's very stressful. Uh-huh. Uh, like that, uh, they did this uh, a different time with the heartbeat playing underneath the, like, cheerful music. Uh-huh. Ruled then, too. Hisui comes in to wake him up, but even she can't brighten his mood. He's, you know, he's pretty rough. Uh-huh. He brushes off her concern, says he'll go down to see Akiha. But it seems Akiha's not feeling well today. That's weird. Hmm. Hisui doesn't know the details. Kohaku just said she wasn't feeling well. She's skipping school for the day. And Shiki said, like, oh, it must be one of her, like, shortness of breath episodes. And Hisui's like, I, I don't know, dude. Go talk to Kohaku. <laughs> and so he does. He goes to the sitting room to talk to Kohaku. Ben, I love Kohaku. I, I love just, Kohaku. Every time Kohaku comes up, this is the, like, for the first, like, two-thirds of CL's route. I was, I kept being like, damn, I wish we were on Arcoid's route. That would be nice. Uh-huh. Uh, now that we're here, I'm like, damn, wish we were on Kahaku's route. That uh-huh. would be nice. At least we have that to look forward to. That's true. Final route. Uh, thank God the Akiha route isn't the final route, right? Oh, I'm so happy that this, this one, which 
I have very mixed feelings on, and I feel uh-huh. like I feel like talking through Arcoid's route with you got me to go from like don't play this game to like this game kind of rules. Uh huh. Uh, talking about this route with you has gone gotten to me to go from like this route was like fine to like mm, <laughs> this route kind of blows. I was definitely lower on this one than you. Kwaku says it's just a fever. She's been pushing herself too hard ever since Shiki showed up. Uh, kicking all the relatives out, switching the schools, and, you know, she doesn't say this, but the magic healing him and all that. Uh-huh. That's a lot for uh, someone, one person, to take uh-huh. care of all at once. Kohaku, who ships the two of them, teases him for being so worried, and he gets flustered. Uh, he can't deny that he cares about her a lot. Uh, and uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know why you would deny that. She is your little sister. It's okay for you to care about her. Uh-huh. And uh, Kohaku's like, you should say that to her face. And he's like, I could never, because I don't, <laughs> I'm not good at emotions. Akiha has taken some medicine and sleeping and said that he didn't need to come check on her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shiki is, he has a chance to make up for all the nice things that Akiha has done for him mm-hmm. over the past nine days. And he completely blows it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. By not checking on her? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, he could he could go take care of his little sister, and instead he's like, mm-hmm. Well, I'm relieved that I don't have to do that anyway. Uh, Kohaku scolds him for going out into the garden last night. Hisui saw him and Akiha hanging out. Kohaku says it's dangerous, uh, and describes last night's murder. Uh, a man who got killed, which again matches up with Shiki's dreams. Do you think Kohaku reads true crime books? Oh, Ben. I feel like Kohaku watches a lot of, like, a lot of crew crime. Uh, crew crime. Um, <laughs> a lot of, like, cl- uh, cop dramas. Uh-huh. She's, she's very big into uh, trying to figure out, like, who's the killer before it's revealed. Kohaku smuggled the, a, the extremely illicit... Uh, the Tonos Revealed, the secret history of this mysterious family book <laughs> into the mansion. Okay, have you watched any, like a, like a Poirot or a, or a Columbo or a, um, mm, no. like a Agatha Christie, um... I've watched some Let's Plays of Murder, several she wrote. Nancy Drew games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just trying I to think to of, like... I used to read the Boxcar Children. I'm just trying to think of who Kahaku's favorite detective is. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's a maybe that's a write-in. Yeah, let yeah. us know what you think. Kahaku matching his dream freaks Shiki out. I could, I if I didn't know the what was going on better, I, I could buy that Kahaku's fucking with him. Uh huh. <laughs> on purpose. Uh huh. So that would he, be very funny. He leaves to go to school. Uh, he's like caught up in thoughts about himself being the killer. He whispers to Yumizuka that he finally understands how she felt and then like pulls himself back. He's like, I'm not, I'm not as far gone as Yumizuka was yet. Uh-huh. Uh, he's frozen in place by the school when CL gently, gently bumps him and's like, Hey, you're going to be late. And then he's like, Oh, CL's not dead. <laughs> uh-huh. He's totally thrown. He hadn't really considered that she was probably dead until he saw her fine, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. He thinks about her being skewered on an iron pipe and is like, hmm. crucified, even. Uh huh. 
Great. I love that. Isn't I isn't I'm pretty sure that there's a Sailor Moon scene where they're all crucified. Is there? Uh-huh. That's like a thing in 90s anime where everyone gets crucified. All the good guys get crucified. There's a there's a um I watched Atakuma Drive recently. Uh-huh. And there's an incredible scene. What I don't want to spoil which character, but a character gets killed against a giant uh a giant concrete cross. Uh-huh. And like it it's very funny cuz it's like yes, I love I know I know people who use subtext and they're all cowards. Uh-huh. I just want to make it extremely clear that this character is sacrificing herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I found some that definitely is real and did happen. All the sca- sailor scouts get crucified. Why? Can you send me a picture? I just want to I just want to see this. Um, okay, this one's very- this one has a caption, but I think that the caption just adds to it. Uh Uh-huh. One second. (laughs) Can you describe it for me, Ben? (laughs) Ben! What? So, I don't know their names, but- but the eponymous Sailor Moon and a girl with pink hair are in the foreground. Uh-huh. Chibi There's there's a there's a great looking uh woman between them and a bunch of girls on crosses who I assume are the Sailor Scouts. Uh-huh. There's a red, blue, black, and orange uh-huh. skirts or like outfits. Uh-huh. Green. <laughs> and the subtitle Ben. Yes. The subtitle, yeah, there are four four Sailor Scouts on crosses. They're like they're like cool like gem crosses. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh they look like they were like grown or something. Uh the subtitle is it's about ethics and gaming journalism. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen that arc. That's pretty much how it goes. We have to watch Sailor Moon Fun. We yeah, uh-huh. We probably should. So It's probably too much like Shonen for me to really enjoy, but you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great, fan. Just wait till you see the monster who is also a little elephant vacuum cleaner. Excuse me? Fan, the monster design in Sailor Moon is some of the greatest shit I've ever seen. Oh, we have to watch this. Uh Uh-huh. So, he's trying to talk to CL, but he's like, what the fuck do I do? I keep having weird flashes of me assaulting her. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, please, you have to talk to her about it. Please, just, you you have to. He's so reluctant to talk to anyone about his problems, even more so this route. It's frustrating. Ben, real quick, two yes. things. One, Ciel is way too good at hiding her feelings, uh-huh. and or she's experienced far too much trauma. Oh, Fan, it's both. There's a, you could fit a lot of trauma in that girl. Pats the top of CL's head. You're gonna fit so much trauma in this baby. Uh-huh. Uh, also, Shiki really needs to learn how to exist around people when he's uh-huh. horny. Yeah, yeah, he does kind of freak out, huh? Uh, like that's a thing you can't. I, I believe. Hmm, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to make it sound like it's easy to be a 17 year old boy mm-hmm. and be like, ah, oh, no, I'm horny. Oh, no. Um, and, oh, and like no. be normal around people, but it is definitely a thing that you can and should do. Uh huh. That's all. So he notes that she's acting like nothing is wrong and also, oh. uh, can you not hear me? No, actually, Ben, one more thing. Yeah. Sorry. 
This might not make it into the final recording, but Seal's maybe the perfect play partner if you wanna if you wanna you know, <laughs> impale people or whatever. If that's your idea God. of a good time. Uh, we can continue. Damn. Two paths diverged before CL when she found out she was unkillable, and one was to be depressed, and one of them was to get really into masochism. <laughs> and she picked depression. You could Ben? You could be you both. Can, you can do both. <laughs> so God, um... I know from experience. <laughs> so, he says that she's totally fine, and also he's not tre- treating her like he assaulted her last night. She's worried that he's sick, and puts her hand against his head, because he's blushing because of everything, you know. Uh-huh. And he catches sight of a bandage at the base of her palm. One of the Why is she, she wearing a bandage, Ben? This is I was immediately like, oh, is Roa already dead? Does she not heal this route? That would have been a wild reveal. Right? I was like, yeah, I was thrown because I was like, maybe we do have a different final boss. Maybe Roa doesn't exist in this route at all. Uh, and then she says, oh, it's already healed. I just wanted to put a bandaid on, which is very cute. Uh-huh. If you had healing powers that were as powerful as CL's, and you got a cut, would you still put a cute band-aid on? Hmm, probably not. I might if I had good band-aids. Like, I got some Pokemon band-aids right now. I just had an Eevee band-aid on from uh, having to get my blood drawn. Uh-huh. I Not to say that, like, I don't understand that impulse. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I don't... I'm like a person a who hates wearing shoes unless I have to. Like, I just mm-hmm, don't like mm-hmm. things on me. Mm-hmm. I I suck at wearing hats. I cannot wear gloves. Like, it it takes, oh, I will literally, like, I I will literally have my fingers frostbitten off mm-hmm. uh, to get me to wear gloves. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just like not a, gloves. yeah. And so I, I just don't like, I don't, I don't like things on my body. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so yeah, I don't I don't think I I don't think I would ever put on a a bandage like willingly. Yeah, unless you were like bleeding all over the place. Yeah, yeah, which we know that CL doesn't, because like all the blood just disappears and is back inside of her. <laughs> so yeah, she's like, oh yeah, it's it's no big deal. And he says, well, it still must have hurt a lot, given that you were skewered with an iron pipe. And her face drops. <laughs> <laughs> And then she smiles, and she's like, Tonokun, do you have a moment? And pulls him away to a corner with no witnesses. Uh-huh. CL, he already did tell you that he was having killer dreams. Ben, we didn't make note that as soon as uh, Shigi sees the bandage, mm-hmm. the happy music stops. Uh-huh. And it's, it's just silent. Good. And, yeah, I just, like... Once again, the the... I love visual novels, and uh-huh. I love the ability to, like, oh, literally just changing the background music from, like, happy, joyful to nothing is, like, oh, suddenly this is so much more ominous. Yep, yep. Um, also, yeah. CL rules. Just, I love like, CL. she has great sprites. She does. Including that one that Yumizuka stole. Uh huh. <laughs> so. Behind the school, she apologizes for making him skip class. She's still acting, like, eerily normal. And he's like, please, please say psych. Please say psych. She rolls up her sleeves and both of her arms are covered in bandages. Uh, I still, at this point, wasn't sure that she was actually healing this route. Mm-hmm. 
And he's positive that he's doing this stuff now. And he's like, if you already knew I was the killer, why pretend to be my friend still? What does she have? What is she? What's her response? Uh, it it wasn't you. I was fighting someone else, and I should know because I was there. <laughs> she is very playful about this. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. She's still being dodgy. She's not saying exactly what happened, which is annoying. Mm-hmm. But she does. She is like, I would really prefer to just completely play innocent and, and pretend I have no idea what you're talking about. But you know too much already, apparently. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck were you doing last night? And how were you doing it? Where were those 20 swords coming from? <laughs> and this is great. He asks if she's really even human. Ben, her response. Yeah, what is it? It's so good. I don't know. To be honest, I have no idea. She looks heartbroken when she asks this. Ciel being melancholy about her humanity is my gender. <laughs> uh, she starts to explain like being an exorcist slash a vampire hunter, and she says some. She says some very confusing like things. About how she's like banishes vampires, but actually it's more like extermination. And then she says she's like a sorceress, and then she says that she's the opposite of a sorceress. Um, Ciel does not know how to describe what she does, uh-huh. which is relatable because I also don't know how to describe what I do. Arcweed was um, so much better at this. Uh huh. Like Ciel's fine at the top level stuff, but when she has to get into the details of how things work, it sounds like she also didn't listen when the the church was teaching her. Oh, it's very funny that Ciel's like, listen. She almost says, "Listen, cheeky, I don't know what I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just do what I'm told." It's very funny. Alco is called a sorceress, right, at the beginning yes. of this, and now yeah. now Ciel's like, "Yeah, I'm like a sorceress. I could just see like someone else from the church smacking the back of her head, like, no." Absolutely not. She... Okay. But she is kind kind of... She uses magic, but she's not a mage. She's done... Well, yeah, she is impacted by true magic. Is she? There's a... One of the, one of the true magics is immortality. Oh, I suppose. Although it's a weird sort of immortality. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. it's not even her. It's just the. It's just an accounting problem. Yeah. Keeping yeah. her alive, which is great. I don't know even that Nasu knows what true magic is at the point that he's writing this. Uh-huh. But, yeah. We would have a better picture if we had read uh, Kata no Kyokai first. Yes, we would. I, wa- I, he, I feel like he had a lot of that stuff work at least fleshed out a little bit very early on. In middle school, probably. Yeah, the way that this game uses some of the same words and then yeah, not yeah, yeah. others is like is interesting. Like how vampires need genetic material to live. Yeah. Like Yeah, like I think Roa at some point says magical circuits, right? No, it's just potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says that her potential is high. Magical circuits is a sick word. It's so Ben, they're also just cool. Uh-huh. What if, what if, like, every, every mage was a little bit robotic? <laughs> there is something very cool about the idea that uh, a vampire's body forgets what it is to look and be shaped like a human, so they need to, like, remember by having human DNA that's not been already destroyed by their own body. Uh-huh. 
but uh, it also very doesn't good. totally make sense why they need to eat quite as much as they do. Yeah. Uh, there's some nuance lost. But it rules also. It's also sick. Anyway, she insists that she's talking about being an exorcist and he's like, what the fuck is happening? You're lying to me. And she's like, oh, yeah, thank God you think that. Yeah, it's a lie. Let's pretend this didn't happen. I really <laughs> don't want to talk about it with you. And he's like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. I know it's not a lie. Let's just have it. I have. You have to talk to me about this. She's like, fine. And she pouts. <laughs> Yeah, why Why can't you just laugh it off as always? If you did, maybe we could go on like this. Mm-hmm. But it's too late for that now. The spell has already faded. Uh-huh, she's very sad. Yeah, Xiao wants to just be friends with Shiki. She wants a friend. Mm-hmm. She... Um, who, she did hypnotize initially, but, like, is also remarkably resistant to uh contradictions and so Uh like is actually kind of her friend Uh uh-huh so she's trying to convince him that even though she's confirmed that she's a vampire hunter and he's seeing her as he as she fights a vampire that he's got nothing to do with any of this uh and that the fact that he's dreaming these things doesn't mean anything and at this point i'm like see how you're gonna get him killed (laughs) He grabs her and begs to know what's going on, and she sighs and wishes that he would stop picking at the scabs. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, right, you, that's where the, the spell's oh, already faded okay, line sorry. is. Sorry, I'm backwards. Again, my, uh, I, yeah. In future routes, I'm going to integrate my notes with Ben's beforehand. Uh-huh. Currently, I'm looking at two sets of notes, and mm-hmm. my notes are slightly higher level than Ben's. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm I don't read as fast, and Ben is, ben is very good at well, yeah. Ben takes a very specific style of notes. Uh-huh. Uh, like a crazy person. <laughs> because that's what I am. CL shoves him. And she jumps a, a, a bit away from him. And she says, Tonokun, I'll tell you what I know. What kind of person you are and exactly how many people you've killed. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm like, she's just gonna say zero again. And he's yeah, like, she's gonna say zero, Ben! He's like, I'm ready. And she's like, no. Tonight. We'll meet here at the school tonight. And, um, yeah, he, he realizes that she, things are going to change irreparably if he comes to the school. And yeah. if he doesn't come to the school, he, they could, she is willing to just play house with him more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. CL orders him to keep the secret from Akiha, and, uh, he says, uh, he wouldn't get her involved. And he's like, why would I get her involved? Why do you, why do you think that? Uh, the line, why is Senpai asking so seriously? As if saying Akiha was the enemy, not me. Bite your fingers off, Akiha theory lives. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ben, what if... What if it turned out that it was, in fact, Akiha? Wouldn't it be incredible, Ben? This route... I think that this route would be better. I think it would absolutely be better if Akiha was a, a, a mass murderer. Uh-huh. It would just be so much more interesting. Uh-huh. At this point, they're not 100% ready to uh, have uh, mass murdering characters as love interests, because they haven't invented fate yet, and you're not going... It doesn't... <laughs> like, ben? Nero isn't a love interest. I... Mm-hmm. I should not... Uh-huh. Stay night isn't that far away, is all I'm gonna say. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> God. So, he again insists that Kiha isn't involved in this, and CL's like... I think you should be very careful what you say and do around Akiha, and leaves. 
I also think that she should be more careful about what he <laughs> says and does around Akiha. Mostly be less horny around her, please. Please, please. Uh, and or just give up on thinking of her as your sister. Choose one. Choose one. Please. School happens. School ends. We don't see anything. Shiki decides he's not going to hang out all night. He's going to go home to prepare and make his decision. Hisui greets him at the gate. Why was she? Why did she make a big deal about not being able to greet him at the gate, Fen? Um, because Kohaku was shipping Shiki and Akiha, yeah. and said, "No, we shouldn't bring them. We shouldn't escort them to or from the gate. They they need their time together to fall in love." Uh huh. Hisui just so badly wants to be the love interest. Uh huh. Hisui's like it. Well, she doesn't say any of this. I think that Hisui was heartbroken. She's like, no, no, don't look at Akiha, look at me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Poor, poor Hisui. Poor Hisui. I'm so, I'm so happy that we get to pay attention to her next route. Oh, I'm so excited. I would say I want to pat her on the head, but she doesn't like to be touched. <laughs> I think she doesn't like to be touched, like, surprisingly, right? Uh-huh. So, like, if she knew it was coming, I think that you could, you could be okay with patting her on mm-hmm. the head. Mm-hmm. I just, I just want to like, like pat her on the head and hold her close and say mm-hmm. that like it's okay to, it's okay to show your feelings, but also it's okay if you can't. Uh huh. You're, you're, you're great as you are. She really needs someone to say that to her. Uh huh. Akiha's not gonna fucking do it. Nope. Neither is he. Neither is. Uh. Hmm, wow. Uh. I almost said Hisui. Neither is uh, Shiki because uh-huh. he's he'll he. Hmm. For the amount of nice he is with his actions towards girls, he does not know how to talk to girls. That's true. Or anyone, really, but especially girls. Mm-hmm. So. Except for except for Arkweed. Well, he's pretty mean to her, too. Yeah, but, like... He does, have a, he does a good job of, like, talking her through her existential crisis, is the yeah. thing. Yeah. So... He talks to Hisui, he asks if Akiha's doing better, and Hisui's like, yes, you should visit her. And he's like, yeah, I should, no, uh, I don't, I don't think I, I should do that, because he's remembering what CL said. Yeah, might, might be CL munching those fingers. <laughs> uh, we cut to after supper, apparently they had dinner together, but he hasn't been alone with Akiha and didn't talk to her much. Mm-hmm. And uh, she seemed normal, so he's less worried about her. And then we get choice one for the day. Do we, mm. Fen, go to school to determine our fate, or do we chicken out and stay at the mansion? Okay. I think, I don't remember, I think I did stay first, because I was like, this is a bad end. Uh-huh, and it is. I don't believe that staying is not going to be a bad end. Mm-hmm. It's the same bad end as uh, the one where he goes into town. Yeah, he goes into town looking for the killer and slowly yeah, like right, uh, right, yeah. becomes the killer and kills someone. And then he is killed by uh, who we know is Roa. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess we don't like no no, but like we've gotten all the hints that it's Roa. Yeah, yeah. Just a great... Uh, I think this is from the CL Sensei's lesson. Uh, it's sad for me as well, but just this once, you should part with CL Sam. Uh huh. God, I was a little disappointed by this bad end because there's been so many good and like completely divergent bad ends this route. There, there are uh-huh. none of the like the Arcade route bad ends. Some of them were just like you go to a place and then oop, Bandage Man shows up and kills you. 
Yeah. Whereas uh-huh. these ones have all been, like, really interesting and, like, in-depth. And then this one's just, like, a full repeat, but at least the lesson's different. Yeah. <laughs> Arkweed begs for more screen time, which is great. Uh-huh. CL says, at least you have more dignity than me, the do-it-all character. <laughs> See, uh, Ar- Neko Ark says, no, unsatisfactory. I want to dress like you and be called smart. <laughs> Arkweed uh-huh. lo- would look good in CL's little teacher getup. Oh, CL's teacher getup rules is the thing? Uh-huh. Now, Arkwood, Neko Ark starts shouting no appearance over and over and over again with insults lobbed at CL in between no appearance, including some highlights, fake Frenchie, and <laughs> yes, gun fetish. <laughs> oh, oh, I love, love Arkwood. <laughs> she does have a gun. Every time someone reminds me that CL ran around with an enormous gun that shoots swords for a little while, I get really excited. Uh Uh-huh. So, she also makes a joke about CL being Indian, which I I had to look it up to see what, if this, how racist this was. And I guess it's just because she likes curry and there's no deeper thought to it than that. Uh Uh-huh. Which is like, it still feels weird. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. The lesson ends with CL punting Neko Arc for her uh, insults, and we go back. I'm so happy. We were so down on the CL Sensei lessons in Arcoid's route. Uh huh. And I'm so happy that the quality of them improved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gotten better. Uh, Tiger do- dojos are still higher quality, I'm guessing. Oh, Ben, I can't wait to get there. I'm excited for Tiger dojos. I. Listen, I'm also deeply in- I'm going to miss Nekoark, um, but Taiga and Ilya have a good, good chemistry. God, I'm gonna be so disappointed when Arkwid, like, literally doesn't show up for the rest of the game. Uh-huh. Two more routes, Ben, to be disappointed with. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully Kigetsu Tona. I'd- mm. I've seen well, some of her outfits for that game, Ben. We're doing the plus disc next, so I think- I think, well- Plus disc one episode. I don't... Yeah. I don't think that this year's gonna be entirely Tsukihime, but we'll uh-huh. have, like, one or two Kigetsu Tona episodes. Even though this game takes place in fall, I always think of it as being a, like, turn of the New Year game, because I think it was released around New Year's. At mm. least once of the many times it was released. Uh-huh. And that just always sticks in my head. Alright. Rewind to choice one. Determine our fate or stay at the mansion. Shiki can never leave questions unanswered. He's never satisfied. Uh Uh-huh. So he's got to go. He picks up his knife. He hasn't hasn't had the knife with him at all since he killed Yumizuka. Wild. Yeah, it's really wild. Other routes, he always has that knife. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just fascinating that it's like, oh, right. Like, he hasn't hasn't been walking around with Arkoid. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, I need to be able to fight. Uh-huh. He's just, like, living a... Well, I don't know that he's living a normal high school life, uh-huh. but, like, he's trying to. Closer than whatever the fuck Arkwit has him doing. Yeah. And, like, yeah, killing Yumizuka fucked him up. In a way that, like, killing Arkwit even didn't, because he didn't really kill her. Well, yeah, like, he was... Yeah, he didn't have time to, like, kind of go through, uh, feeling bad. Because mm-hmm. then she was there the next day. <laughs> uh-huh. 
He sneaks out without making a noise, but before he gets to the front door, what happens? Ben, real quick. Yes. It's fascinating how little time Shiki spends with Akiha. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, maybe at this point in the route, it's it's comparable to the amount of time he spent with CL. Uh-huh. Like, on her route. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it just feels weird to be like, ah, oh, yes, the main love interest. Uh, who is she? Well, she's been in, like, three scenes so far. Yeah, we get some of the stuff with them at school together, but... Yeah, that was exaggerating a little too much, perhaps, but, like, it's, yeah, it's very much like, oh, yeah, Cheeky's hanging out with his friends, not like, mm-hmm. ah, yes, these two are, yeah, I don't know. We're spoiled by the first route because we get so much, like, time with Arkwood to learn what she's like and who she is. Yeah. And at this point, they're like, oh, you already know a lot about Akiha, you've absorbed enough that we can kind of, uh brush over that as we give you more of the big story stuff yeah which is yeah which i guess is just an interesting like right this isn't this is not a romance game primarily Mm -hmm. despite the fact that that's how it's set up in terms of routes yeah yeah which is fascinating um just interesting Mm -hmm. and then actually the other thing i had was is actually later but um right he sneaks out what happens before he gets out the door um Akiha bursts in the door. Oh. From outside. She went out for a garden walk and asked suspiciously what he's up to. And he's like, I forgot something at school and have to go pick it up. I was like, this isn't gonna work. And then it actually it's only eight o'clock. Uh so she's like, okay, yeah, but be back by nine. Yeah. I thought it was like fucking eleven. Um He then, agrees and she promises he, not to he... lock him out. Shiki shouldn't be outside after, you know, nine, because the killer around. And yeah, yeah. You gotta be careful with all those killers. Even he knows that, that he shouldn't be out at, light, at night. Mm-hmm. And the school is as creepy as ever. <laughs> school at night, rather. The school during the daytime is fine. There's no one around, including CL. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, she didn't tell me where to go. Oh, she probably did that on purpose. Uh-huh. <laughs> And uh, what does he decide to do? <sighs> he decides to cut open a window because apparently he couldn't like uh, Jimmy the lock or whatever on mm-hmm. a on a doorway or something. He we get an interesting bit. He has to like walk a bit to find a window that has a death line on the lock itself because he can't just like cut anywhere. He has to cut where the lines are. Huh? Yeah, I forgot to note that down, but that's yeah. that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want to cut a whole window because uh, it's going to be trouble if someone finds that. Uh-huh. So he climbs in and the fucking spooky music kicks up. Uh, and he's like, oh, I, the it's Vibe City in here and all the vibes <laughs> are bad. The thing is, is that we have seen Shiki in the school at night multiple times. And a lot of those were bad ends. Yep. He says he recognizes the atmosphere in this building. It feels like it feels when he's dreaming. It feels like the vampire's presence. Hmm. He hears someone fall over and uh, he turns around. And what does he see? Uh, He sees someone there. Uh-huh. And it's not CL. Uh-huh. It's some guy, right? Yeah. Who uh, is covered in weird death lines. And we recognize him as uh, the one of the dead that we see. 
Yeah, it's the same zombie that Ark kills in uh, the first two routes. Well, the same sprite. The same sprite. Probably a different one of them, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Shiki, Shiki sees that there's something deeply wrong with him, uh, but doesn't really get it and starts trying to talk to the monster. Uh-huh. And it gets close and fucking punts him. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it's like moaning at him. Uh-huh. Um, it seems like the death lines were so thick on its body and he didn't have his glasses on. So he actually didn't even notice that its throat was torn out. Uh-huh. Which I feel like would be a dead giveaway that maybe, well, all of the death lines should too. But I guess like he, he wasn't introduced to the dead. Uh -huh. Um, he was attacked he... by one already. Wait, was he? Yeah. Yuzuka's. Oh, that was like a failed one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he had his glasses on, right? So, like, mm -hmm. he doesn't know that, oh, a bunch of death lines is a sign of the dead, but... Mm -hmm. So this this is the man he saw killed in his dream last night, which makes sense. Although, mm -hmm. it actually doesn't, because presumably, be since it was reported, the body was found. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Shiki is not fighting back. <laughs> His ribs might be cracked, he realizes, and he's like, oh, wow, this uh, this guy is trying to kill me. And uh, it, <laughs> the the dead tries to, like, crush him with a swing of its fist that, like, smashes into the concrete wall and shreds its own arm. Uh-huh. Shiki dodged uh -huh. that, luckily. And uh, the zombie just pulls its arm off as it, it follows him. Uh-huh. It's got, like, this horrible, like, laughing noise that it's doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, Shiki doesn't have any experience fighting in this route. So I did, in fact, do this one first. Okay. And at this point, like, cracked ribs, uh, Shiki's not fighting back. I was like, is this, is this a bad end? <laughs> right? Is Shiki going to die? <laughs> God, yeah, he has no experience fighting, and Shiki, honestly, is really bad at defending himself. He's He can only defend girls. Uh-huh. He's, he's pretty good at staying alive. Yeah, but yeah, like, But he gets He's not good up. at then also weakening his opponent. Yeah. The, he runs. The dead is, like, really slow, so he gets away from it, and he's like, I have to calm down and find CL. Uh, I, I, at this point, I was like, I'm worried about CL. Mm-hmm. Uh... Uh, he wonders if it, what's happening is that this this guy that he killed last night came back to life to take revenge on him for killing him. That would be very funny. It would be pretty funny. Uh, he's like trying to collect his thoughts, but he hears footsteps, and it seems like that zombie shuffled a little faster than he thought because it also it is right fucking there and it whacks him, and it uh -huh. wrecks his leg. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. And then okay, this is actually the moment where I was like. Shiki can't run away now. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh-huh. Yeah, Shiki's like... He's like, I can't kill again. And I'm like, dude, it's a monster. It's a zombie. This is way, way black and white. Sure. But, like, Shiki's like, oh, no. This is like... It's a zombie, but really what this is is a gateway drug. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna go from killing zombies to, like, oh, killing but people. what if I killed girls, too? Uh-huh. With, which we, which, with Shiki, you know, it is actually a concern, so I get it. 
Yeah. <laughs> he decides that if this guy's already dead, it, there's probably no harm in putting the dead to rest, and he tears the dead into eight pieces like an expert killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, um, I wonder if it was me seeing those dreams that made me good at killing, or if I just actually have a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he starts laughing about how horrible this whole situation is, and he's like, yeah, I'm just justifying another murder, just like I did with Yuazuka. Even if they're dead, killing someone is still a sin. <laughs> I just think that there's a distinction between killing a mindless monster and killing uh, your classmate and potential love interest. Yeah, I'd say that there's a slight difference between those two. So... It is a it is good that he's so freaked out in that he's not he's not like getting into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh we get a great cheeky line. He's thinking about Yumizuka and he says Saying death is salvation is only the selfish wish of those still living. Death is just that and is so painful. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is like this is one of the major like things that stuck out to me for this route is, can you save someone by killing or being killed? Is uh-huh. that really saving someone? Yeah. At this Fascinating. Point, that, hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Can killing or dying actually save people or is the consequences of those things, is the consequences of dying for someone worse than letting whatever is going to happen happen? Or is... Uh, killing them worth does that actually mean anything since they're dead and you'll never know if they're in a better place or not yeah uh-huh i think we'll yeah it's like two very different oh. ideas that get conflated as like a similar one i think yeah i think we'll we'll it'll be interesting to reflect on mm-hmm. that yeah when yeah we, when it definitely, we get there. the idea definitely goes some places in this route but right now he's very sure that killing someone isn't saving them, even if they've become a monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, he's in rough shape, and someone else shows up. Uh, he Actually, <sighs> it then doubles down and explains that he's barely alive at this point, actually. Uh-huh. I was... So, yeah, I was like, okay. Okay. He got through that. It's It's not a bad end. It's fine. Oh no! Who's here? Ciel is here. <laughs> Ciel's here in her battle dress with her tattoos. Ben, yeah, she is, but she's missing her big gun. <laughs> she did not bring her gun, which is a huge disappointment. Uh huh. I just like a girl with a with a with a three ton gun. Uh huh. A gun the size <laughs> a short of a motorcycle. Skirt and a long gun. <laughs> <laughs> and a long seventh holy sacrament or whatever it's called. Uh she does have a dagger though. She does and have I, a dagger. I can't say no to a sword lesbian. Uh-huh. She he thinks to himself that she never dressed like this in his dreams. And she says mm-hmm. that she's brought the armaments to kill a vampire. Uh which she did. Which didn't. we know that she didn't. <laughs> And uh, he realizes in this moment that the reason that she called him here was to execute him. And there is no discussion coming. Ben? Yeah, just a lot of good lines in this this scene. I'll do Shiki's and you do uh, CL's. Uh Uh-huh. 
That's mean. You said I'm not the killer, but you knew in your heart that I was. Yes, I knew from the beginning that a vampire haunting this town was Tonoshiki. Uh-huh. Yeah, the vampire haunting this town is Tonoshiki. Uh-huh, she's not wrong. Uh-huh. We get a, yeah, there's a sick new sprite of her holding her dagger. It's a dagger, it's not a black key, which is too bad. I like the black keys. Uh-huh. She she gives him the story about how she came to the school to spy on him. Yep. This is very reminiscent of the final showdown with CL and her route. Well, okay, we get a twist on what she says there mm-hmm. uh, with... If we agree to kill each other, then there is crime, but no punishment. Mm-hmm. And then she's, like, right in front of him with, like, a blur of mo- mo- movement. And she says, well then, Tonokun, let us continue last night's fight. And they clash blades. What a- <sighs> she's incredible, Ben. Yeah, she's sick. Uh, she's moving faster than he can see, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, like, tilts his head and sees her fucking wall running. And she, like, bounces off the ceiling to dive down on him. Uh-huh. Uh, he dodges it, and, uh, yeah, he's just, like, notes how m- machine-like her movements and her eyes are. It, yeah, Ciel, Ciel, actually all of the characters in this game, when they get to just be, uh, cool, powerful people, uh-huh. are great. Except for, mm, with the exception of Roa and anyone who ever mm-hmm. Roa has influence over, but like all of the girls, uh-huh. when the girls are like, "I am, I am strong and powerful. I am, I am a happy lesbian." Uh huh. CL doesn't get as much of this as Arkweed does. No, but she gets. This is good. CL's CL's moments of power are so much sadder than Arkweed's because uh-huh. CL is just. She's miserable. Ciel is powered by trauma, and Arcoid is powered by the, the soul of the Earth itself, and it's just a natural state of being for her to <laughs> be the most powerful creature that exists. <sighs> so, uh, Ciel's trying to goad him into attacking her, and, oh, we get some, like, very good stuff. You wanna sit, you wanna do this? Yeah, she tells him in... For the first time that we've ever heard like anyone say it in as many words, you are not good at feeling the other's presence, but you are good at feeling your own death. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, that which is Shiki does not realize where she's coming from. Uh huh. Or yeah, does not know where she is until uh, she might actually kill him, and then he's like, "Oh, I c- I feel something over there. Uh-huh. I need to dodge or block or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She also wonders if he's been trained for this, even if he doesn't remember it, which is an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says that she's been trying to, like, get to a blind spot to kill him as painlessly and quickly as possible, but his his self-defense is so honed, she calls it close to seeing the future, so she doesn't have the luxury of assassinating him. She has to overwhelm him with sheer strength and then finish him off. And uh-huh. uh, she takes a swing, and he blocks, and it's like she hit him with a sledgehammer, <laughs> and it almost breaks <laughs> his arm. Uh, she uses that, like, clash to get in close and slam her shoulder into his chest, where he's already got broken ribs. And, uh, yeah, she, like, takes another swing while he's off balance, and she cuts something off. Uh, it sounds like she cut out part of his chest and rib. Yeah. Which seems like it would be hard to do. I unclear what she actually cut off. Uh huh. But... It definitely yeah. It says something about his rib coming out, but. Uh-huh. 
She comes at him again. He jumps back. She turns her back to him and he's like, oh, I might have an opportunity. And then she roundhouse kicks him (laughs) in the stomach. Yeah, just into a wall. He stands up and she's already there. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I just, she's, she's great. Yeah. She's, yeah. This is, this is her, yeah, being vampiric in Uh the best way. She goes to stab his heart. He goes for her throat. Their knives both stop an inch away from each other. And we get a great new CG of them dueling knives, holding their knives at each oh, other. Oh, Ben. So I'm I'm staring at it right now. Uh-huh. Uh, Shiki is extremely worried. Ciel is just, like, calm, cool, and collected. Cold, cold eyes on that girl. Oh, they're great. Just mm-hmm. incredible eyes. CL announces that she's won. She says that her wounds will heal instantly, even if he cuts her throat open. So there goes any theory that she doesn't heal. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, certainly if you stab me through the neck, I'll be dead for a while, but I'll kill you before that. Sick oh, shit. Oh, God. Sick shit. Incredible. But he says to her, Heath believes, he says to himself that he can see her death lines, although they look very strange. He doesn't really elaborate on that. Mm-hmm. But he's pretty sure he can still kill her. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. An interesting point. Well, uh-huh, pun in- not intended, I guess. Uh, is that he hasn't seen death points yet. Yeah, yeah. He definitely hasn't seen a death point. Well, yeah. I just, like, I... Not... Yeah. Not specifically on CL, but mm-hmm. just, like, in general, he... Yeah. In the other two routes, his eyes have been getting a workout. Mm-hmm. And in this one, like, this is, like, the... The first time he's had a fight with his glasses off? Yeah, yeah. Like, for more than, you know, five minutes or whatever to Mm -hmm. do something and then put him back on, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's unclear to us whether he can actually kill her, especially just with a death line. Yeah. Because, like, he's cut a lot of death lines on a lot of people that haven't killed them, right? Yeah. 17 on Arcoid. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but other times, like when he stabs, when he cuts Yumizuka, he barely cuts her and she dies. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he stabs her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he stabs her in a, a death line, but like, he doesn't chop her up into pieces. She dies no. like pretty quickly. Yeah. She seemed to be kind of still in an unstable state though. Yeah. So he's worried that he can kill her, and she says that he should test it if he wants to. Wants to. And he's like, I, I don't know what to do. And she pushes him to, again to try and get him to do it. And his mind is screaming at him to kill her, and we get choice two for the day. I have to live or I can't do it. Ben? What's up? Shiki has to live. Well, we're doing the bad end first, huh? I, this bad end rules. Uh-huh. He's frozen in place. CL looks bored. She says, that's odd. You've killed so many people, yet you are frightened to die yourself. Well, okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm star- that's the screenshot that I took of them with their knives at each other's. Well, him at, with his knife at her neck and her with her much larger knife pointing uh-huh. at his heart. Her voice tinged with disgust. Her eyes rimmed with contempt. Her dagger ready to kill me. Mm-hmm. Is just, just great perfect ideal then she says goodbye he reacts what happens he cuts off her head (laughs) her head goes rolling across the ground and he realizes that she didn't even try to stab him 
Uh-huh. She never intended to kill him. Yep. Let's see. CL's... CL's so good, Ben. He's covered in CL's blood, and he's laughing, and he has just the worst possible thought he could have in this moment. That's all? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I feel bad for CL. Uh-huh. I didn't want to kill you, but, uh, he just... This is all it took for him to be like, oh... Yeah, of course. Of course I was always a killer. Uh-huh. Yumizuka said it. I was so worked up about it for nothing, is like the vibe. Uh-huh. Killing people is easy and fun. Yeah, why not? Her head is just on the ground staring blankly at him, and he insults her a little bit. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, We he, he talks to Yumizuka again, he says he must have gone insane, and he laughs, and we get this wild line. My mind on Earth has been swapped with that from some other planet. The years of accumulated perceptions exceedingly enumerate towards unknown equations of evolution. What? No idea. No idea. There's a couple of these, like, lines peppered throughout the this route. Uh-huh. And then we get a callback to the opening movie... Uh, with its, like, stage references. The stage set in the dark forest begins. I don't understand, but if I am a killer, I must act like a killer. Yeah, which is, yeah. I think it was last, it was night of day eight or Uh something. Shiki's like, oh, right, of course I killed uh, that that third boy. Uh Uh-huh. And so this is a continuation of, like, right, I am a killer. I Mm -hmm. might as well act like it. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And then he goes into town and he's like, mm, you know what I'm going to do? Reenact my dreams. That that sounds like a good thing to do. He knocks someone out, drags them to the alley, and when they wake up, he cheerfully welcomes them to this wonderful killing chamber. And CL never comes to stop him that we see. She might be dead. Uh-huh. Where It's not 100% clear, but uh, fuck if I know. At the moment, I was pretty sure that she was actually dead, but now I'm like, I guess I guess we never really confirmed that. Yeah. I'm not sure. If he stabbed her in a death point, I'm sure that she wouldn't come back, right? Yeah. But having just cut off her head, mm, I'm pretty sure she gets her head cut off a couple times. Yeah. Oh, she definitely does. I wouldn't be surprised if Arkwe didn't punt it that one time. <laughs> So yeah, I'm not, not, I'm not totally sold, but I'm pretty, it seems pretty likely that she stays dead. It's pretty, pretty horrible. Ben, for what a horrible ending this is. Yeah. I can't, okay, I can't remember where on this mm-hmm. bad end this is from, but I just have a screenshot that is blood spatter with, I will be killed, I will be killed, I will be killed, I will be killed, I will be killed. If I kill, 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 it's all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a question mark at the end of that, right? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Actually seeing Shiki, like, become a monster uh-huh. is... I I don't wish it on the world, but, like... Mm-hmm. It kind of rules. Uh-huh. And Ben... Yeah. The CL Sensei's lesson is so good. CL... A CL sensei nervously comments that she doesn't feel like eating lunch right now. Uh-huh. What is... Do you have the line for what Nekoark says? Yeah. Oh, well, so th- this entire... The entire first... I think first page of... It's now time for lunch during our third day. 
I usually go outside to get lunch, but this time I don't feel like doing so. Necroarch, you got your head cut off. Even if you eat, it won't get to your stomach. Shiki does some nasty things, but isn't it your own fault, CL? <laughs> uh, back to CL. Haha, shut up. It's better than not even appearing. <laughs> and she freaks out. Poor Necroarch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Great little exchange between those two. Uh-huh. And CL's like, yeah, go back and make the other choice. Come on. Come on. You can't kill me. Rewind to day nine choice two. He can't do it. How could he kill Don't. CL? Don't kill. No. He uh, is frozen in place. She makes that comment about him having killed a lot of people. He waits for her to make a move. Uh, emotion starts to like this. The CG changes. Her eyes have like life in them again. And uh-huh. she also looks like mad at him for not doing it. His fingers tense, but he has a poignant memory of a girl named Yumizuka Satsuki who died in his arms. Uh-huh. uh-huh. We get, yeah, we get a yellow-tinted image of her biting his neck. Uh-huh. Like, as she's dying, and he thinks about her saying, I wanted to talk more with you, Tonokun. That's why I really don't want to die now. CL starts digging the point of the knife into his chest and demands to know why he hasn't tried to kill her. And he's like, I can't. And she's like, you've already killed so many people. What is one more matter? And he says, I can't. I can't kill anyone. And starts crying. And then she gets up and is like smiling at him. And is like, ha ha. <laughs> Passed the test, buddy. Didn't cut my head off. Which is, yeah. It's fascinating that this is... I mean, like, a lot of bad... En- or, like, choices are like, okay, does this lead to a good or a bad end? But it's like, this... This is the moment where Shiki, or, yeah, where as soon as Shiki accepts that he's a killer, he becomes a terrible monster. Yeah. But as long as he never accepts that fate, he's he's a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does some bad things, no matter what. But typically yes. it's stuff that, typically it's not his fault, you know what I mean? A lot of the things that happen to him seem, from the vibe of a lot of the stuff he does in the earlier roots, especially when he sexually assaults people. Yeah. It seems like it's Roa. It's Roa. Here, he has the choice of becoming a killer on his own terms. Yeah. Not tinged with Roa. He could, he on his own could become a monster. Hence in his, uh, in some of the other bad ends, Roa commenting that he didn't even need a push. Yeah. Which is Mm -hmm. the, I think it goes back to a conversation that you, listener, may or may not have heard, depending on I haven't started editing our our first episode for this route yet. Uh-huh. Um, around, yeah, around how, like, Shiki never becomes a vampire. Well, I can't say never, but in in the three routes we've played, Shiki doesn't become a vampire. Well, I guess he does. Halfway, kind of, but he never fully in, changes. In CLs, yeah, but... So he never has that push, but, like, it's interesting that this is... I don't know that, like, killing someone is a small push. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, being in a... in a What he thinks is a life-or-death fight against CL is a small push. Uh-huh. But it's certainly... It, yeah, it's enough that, oh, he doesn't care that it was in self-defense. He's like, oh, yeah, I I killed someone. I must be a killer. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna go... I'm just gonna embrace it. Uh-huh. That, that, like, yeah, that a little push allowed him to become that person, as opposed mm-hmm. to the, the you know, 
Shiki that we know and I don't I don't know if I can say I love Shiki, but uh-huh. you know. Yeah, this is an interesting bit. I'm glad we get some more time focusing on Shiki as a character instead of Shiki as like the like mirror that we were looking into, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. The the puppet that we're moving around. Cause he does mm-hmm. have his own like vibe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he does have, aside from Roa, he does have something inside him that is driving him to kill. And he has to resist that something, or he becomes a, a serial killer. I would say it's less, like, driving him to kill, mm-hmm. and more... It's a high potential to enjoy killing. Yeah. And he it is does like... in moments, when he sees red hair, for example... He has, like, a spike in urge to kill someone. Yeah. He has a spike in urge to kill non-humans. Yes. We don't know necessarily why yet that he has that feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there's definitely but, something in his blood separate from Roa that in, that drives him to that, right? Yes. And for normal humans, I think, like, his, his proximity to death because of his eyes mm-hmm. are, like, less a push and more... A, like, yeah, it's more like as soon as he starts killing, Mm -hmm. that proximity is just, like, a weight on, he will keep killing. (laughs) Yeah, it it goes all the way back to Aoko talking to him about it, warning him Uh that if he uses his power, his power lets him understand death in a way that no one else really does, and understand how close everyone in the world is to death, and if he's not careful, he can see everyone as being, their lives as being meaningless, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, like right now, he's act. Yeah, I guess he is kind of like actively worrying, working against that. But even mm-hmm. just like wearing glasses, it's not. Yeah, he doesn't have like, oh damn, I like really have to put on these glasses, or mm-hmm. I'll go on a murdering spree. It's more. Yeah, it's more that that isn't that isn't. I don't know what the right word is, but it's like, as yeah, it it's not a weight. It's not like a finger on the scale uh-huh. until he starts. Yeah. And then it's just like holding the scale all the way down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, we can <laughs> we can move on. Uh Sorry. No, no, this is great. No never apologize for having long conversations with me on our podcast where we go on for hours <laughs> about fucking random fate shit. I love you. I love you. So I hope that everyone enjoyed Either are the first episode or the episode that released a week after of Ben and I arguing about vampires. How do vampires? <laughs> so, she, CL is smiling and she calls him a gentle boy who's sensitive enough to cry over something like this. And she uh-huh. mentions that he's the everyday boy that she yearned for. Past tense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a cute line. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's right. like didn't you come here to kill me cl and she's like you wouldn't listen to me when i said it wasn't you killing people so i had to convince you somehow i i cackled it's so I was, funny i was like oh cl you're so good like mm-hmm. of course yeah put Sheikh in a position where he has to kill and then he doesn't and then he's like oh i i guess i can't be the killer because like if i could have mm-hmm. killed if if at all, if I ever could have killed, it would have been in this position where I had to to survive. Uh-huh. 
And if I couldn't do that, like, there's no way I'm just going around killing people. And poor CL didn't, doesn't know at the time that he's the only person in the world who could possibly kill her. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, he yells at her, like, something about it being an act, and she's like, well, I wasn't a hundred percent sure it wasn't you. <laughs> so I couldn't hold back. Also, it's more fun if you go all out. <laughs> you know, like how you enjoy teasing someone you like. And she's grinning at him. Uh, yeah, this made me write down, Ciel is just laying on the confessions, huh? Uh-huh. Like, to anyone except for Shiki, this would be a, like, oh, I should probably, like, uh, figure out my feelings on Ciel and either give her a yes or a no. God, at this point I was like, Ciel, please, if you had just brought one ounce of that sadism into your own root. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say, this is also a CL I like way more than, I don't know if I like way more than, like, I I enjoy her melancholy, it takes uh -huh. way too long to get there, Uh huh. but I would have loved a CL who's like, oh, yeah, like, we're, let's fuck each other up. <laughs> uh-huh. He crumples, he's reassured that he hasn't killed any humans, you know, he still killed Yumizuka, but, yeah. you know. He scolds her for going so far, and she's like, uh, I've been going way too easy on you up, up this whole route so far. I <laughs> needed to be serious. And, uh, yeah, she pulls him to his feet. And, uh, at this point I was like, so, uh, what was up with the zombie? Where'd the zombie come from? We know that in the past, yeah, I guess this is complicated by things that we find out later, or... Actually, by things that we find out in a CL Sensei's lesson, and it's wild that it's there, but it's the only place that, like, fourth wall breaking stuff can go, uh -huh. I guess. I don't remember that. But it's like, so, we know that Roa has used the school as a hideout before, but CL doesn't seem to have noticed that there was a zombie in the school. Sorry, that is what I meant, is that in previous routes, we know that Roa used the school. Oh, okay. But... Yeah, but that's not necessarily true this route, yeah. because so because much is different, and, uh -huh. like, yeah. And so, it was never dead in the school. Yeah, it was always like, oh, it's weirdly not dead around here. Plus, uh, Roa, the Roa of this route has been feeding directly, and doesn't seem to be using the dead. Did Ciel yeah. just, like, capture this one and let it loose in the school? My guess is that it... Well, so, right. In the near side routes, Roa was using the school as his home base, mm -hmm. so he didn't have any dead around there to make sure that it that it was that it wasn't like oh there's a lot of dead signatures around here. Mm -hmm. And so this to me just says that like oh Roa is no longer using the school mm -hmm. uh, because he's letting his dead go there. I suppose so. I suppose so. So. CL slathers him up with some medicine-like substance and then lays on hands to heal him. Uh, it really did imply that she chopped one of his ribs off. <laughs> I gonna admit that I thought she chopped something entirely else off. But... What, you, what did you think she chopped off? I'll give you one guess. It was very unclear what she chopped off. Uh -huh. She heals it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Whatever it was. Are you saying that she you thought that she chopped his dick off? I I may have read it that way. Listen, Ben, been... he's not fully erect the entire time this route. <laughs> that was last route. 
<laughs> I know. I... <laughs> Getting fully um... kitted out in Catholic war paint to go chop off my fully erect vampire <laughs> boyfriend's dick at the school. <sighs> Part two I... of the CL series. Yeah. Uh, incredible fun. So she does heal him. He's fully restored. And uh, she's like, okay, okay, you got questions? I'm answering questions. He asks a bunch of questions, and she starts by explaining that he's seeing through someone else's eyes in those dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they talk about the killer, the vampire. She doesn't really fully explain what's going on. Uh, but she does say that she's part of a group that deals with inhuman heretics. Heretics, not not murderers, uh, which is... Good to note, the, the church doesn't really differentiate between if you are an actual murderer or not. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, you saw the vampire's face. Why didn't you know for sure it was me? wasn't me? And she says, well, some vampires have shape-shifting powers. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Shiki being in the sun a lot might have tipped her off, but... Mm-hmm. She explains... That um, most humans cannot separate the soul from the body, so the soul dies with the death of the body. Which is why not all bodies turn into the dead. Only one in a hundred people can do it. Then, this is sick, she mentions our good friend Yumizuka Satsuki. Yes. What, what, how did... Yumizuka didn't turn into one of the dead. She didn't turn into a mindless vampire servant. She was immediately an independent, very powerful vampire. Yes. Uh-huh. My note is just so, because of her cool brain or whatever, she was able to become a true vampire quickly. Uh-huh. Rather than the long process to being one that most people go through. Yeah. Uh, Yumizuka took the limitless pill. Ah. hmm I see. So, yeah, this bit also is where they're not... They're not using magical circuits yet, but Yumizuka essentially had some sort of extremely high potential to become a vampire that triggered when she was killed by a vampire. which is fascinating. Yeah, she had amazing spiritual conception, is what she says. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, she apparently CL was looking for Yumizuka, but by the time she found out what was going on, uh, Shiki had already killed her, which makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) CL does give the thing about uh, people only using a small percentage of their brain which is so (laughs) funny it's so funny I I couldn't remember. I, I I just wrote down because of her cool brain or whatever. I was like, did I was I making fun of the game? No, or no. Did they the game 100%. actually say that she had a she had, she had a cool brain. <laughs> she does say she says that certain people have extra channels in their brain. So huh. presumably their brains are extra wrinkly, and that's what gives them their special powers. Lots of little gray cells in there. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so Yumizuka's power was that she could become an a independent vampire immediately. And Shiki was like, did you know about my eyes then? She says, no, I don't know anything about your eyes, but I know you got something going on. Uh, and she says that he has a supernatural ability, unlike her powers, which are simply trained skills. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I say that having good magic circuits is also a supernatural ability this but... is true but she doesn't um but it yeah, seems that I... a lot of her fighting ability is trained and doesn't rely on magic 
Yeah. Well, again, I think we get into the, like, she uses magic to be really strong. To reinforce her body. And, like, be supernaturally fast. Mm -hmm. But, yes. And, yeah, like, magical circuits are still, you need to learn how to use them. Yeah. Shiki's eyes are just kind of like, uh, you exist and you see death. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, they are. You exist and the the mere existence of these eyes is a connection to the root. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and he can train those and become more powerful, but he is on a completely different level than someone who is has good magical circuits. It's like, yes. you can't learn... Well, you can learn how to uh, see life like Roa does in the very first route, I guess. But you yeah. can't learn to have mystic eyes of death perception. Yeah. Maybe you could cut them out and take them. Well, I think... Hmm. I wonder, could... If you... If you made your, if you won a Holy Grail War, yes. like pre, pre, I guess I don't want to spoil, but yeah. If you won a Holy Grail War and got to the root, could you say, give me eyes of, like, can I establish a connection, an ongoing connection, and get something like eyes of death, death perception. perception? I think that if you go, if you go the path of reaching the root, I think the power you get is a gotcha. Oh. I'm pretty sure you get a random power. Huh. I'm not positive. And I also think that if your family already had, like, if your bloodline already carried a specific true magic before, I think you end up with the same one. Huh. But I'm not sure you ask for something specific. Okay. Now, could you wish on a Holy Grail itself to get true magic? Or to get the Mystic Eyes of Death Perception? I also don't know. They seem a little too powerful for that. Yeah, I mean, like, wishing on a Holy Grail is really just, Mm -hmm. I have unlimited amounts of magical energy. Yeah, what can I, what can I do with that? Yeah, so, like, if you couldn't do it using normal magic, I don't think that you could do it with a Holy Grail. Yeah, 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 because, because to make a wish on the Holy Grail, you need to know some way for it to be possible. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Ben. I can't uh, wait to talk about Holy Grail shit. The end of Heavensfield fucking rules. Oh, I'm so I excited cannot for wait to get there. Ben. Not to say that I, I'm I'm greatly enjoying our our stay night. Uh, I almost said coverage, and like that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's such a like clinical. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That feels weird. It felt weird when I thought it, but uh-huh. I'm enjoying our stay night playthrough. I cannot wait to get our, wow, our Skihime playthrough. I cannot wait to get to Stay Night. I'm, I, I played that game last year and I'm Uh super excited to reread it. I wish that would get like a official localization. Oh, I would be so happy. There's so many people I could trick into playing that game if it would. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, I don't know if we want to keep all of the Holy Grail War discussion in this, because we're it is slightly spoilery about how things work in Stay Night, I guess. How so? I don't know. Not everyone knows about the root and true magic and all that stuff, you know? I guess, yeah. Let's talk, we'll talk about it later and see uh-huh. if it fe- what it feels like. Great. So, where the fuck were we? Right, yeah. So she knows that he has a supernatural ability, and he asks, uh, he she says something about him being born with it, and she he asks if he mean if she means the Tono blood, and she's like, uh, yeah, the Tono line is ancient, and its members have incredibly varied abilities. Uh, mm, quote, mm. 
Truly, fate was built for Gotcha. Truly. Those who can receive divine inspiration, those unable to maintain their shapes as humans and become killers, or those who never awaken to their powers. That's just two powers, CL. That's not a hugely varied set of powers. Well, yeah, but like... Yeah. <laughs> Clairvoyance, monster, and uh, none <laughs> are the three powers that the Tono line has. I... I didn't want to sit through a list of, like, okay. Mm -hmm. And then you have the people who are just, like, 10% stronger than normal. I just wanted, like, one or two ones... more wild powers. Okay. They're, they're not very exciting. Like, we already know that they turn into monsters. I don't know if that's really a power that they have as much as a consequence of the power. Sure. And also, one of the three being none is <laughs> very funny to me. So, apparently the Tana bloodline has been thinned enough that powers are less common, which is interesting. Hmm. Uh, I kind of thought that there was like a, once your bloodline is tainted, you're always kind of like that. But I guess it, uh... I think it doesn't tainted, quite work. sure, but like, you could, you could get a bunch of, uh, recessive genes and, um, mm -hmm. or dominant ones, I guess. Yeah. And then you don't get powers. And I guess branch families don't really have too much trouble with this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, at this point, CL doesn't seem to know that she that he's adopted, since she's t she's blaming the Tono blood. Yeah, and now he's worried that Akiha has something magical about her. Uh huh. Especially <laughs> after she's like, well, it's it's probably connected to like you being someone's sibling. Say, <laughs> why is he sharing dreams? She says, you know how twins share dreams sometimes? It's because their DNA is the same or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's so much, like, very elaborate fucking bullshit pseudoscience this route. It's great. I love that uh, servants sharing dreams with their master is a mm -hmm. thing in the future. And that this has always been a thing in, in Nasu stuff uh -huh. is like, Oh, uh, dreams are great. Sharing them is great is yeah. the thing. <laughs> what if uh, what if what if everyone got to share dreams? Right? Right. She also says, "Hey, you have a big brain too. Your huge throbbing brain allows you to connect to, to brains that are similar enough to yours." He has a powerful brain because of his death sense and then that connects to other people all around him. Anyone, she says that he could theoretically connect to anyone with a similar background or bo similar enough body, like a sibling with the same parents or someone you traded organs with, which is very funny. Hmm. And he's like, what well, if both? <laughs> his, well, my only blood relative is Akiha and Akiha can't be doing anything about her slurping up maid blood. Uh huh. He's like, oh, OK, I see. I must be the killer after all, because it's got Akiha. And CL's like, hey, you remember this whole thing I just did to, like, convince you that you're not the killer, right? Ben? Uh-huh. Do you think Akiha successfully used girl power when she chomped off that man's <laughs> fingers? Yes. That was girl power. God. Real girl boss moments. Uh-huh. So... The Tonos have something inhuman in their blood. We still don't find out what this, what inhuman blood they have. I still kind of wonder if they have true ancestors way, way back. 
Yeah, I accidentally read part of the wiki. I don't know if it's ever going to be actually stated. Mm-hmm. Um, Inhuman is, I think, as, as close as we're going to get in this game, probably. Uh-huh. So sometimes the Tonos end up thirsting for blood, and she says it's usually just one a generation. And there's only two members this generation, and it's not him, so... So... Mm-hmm. Oh, Ciel also says that the Tonos have the possibility of giving birth to vampires. Which is wild. This is this is yeah. why I was like, maybe it is true ancestors, because that's wild. Yeah. I don't... Hmm. I wonder if... Yeah? What if there was another species of vampire before true ancestors came along? Mm-hmm. And that, that species of vampire was wiped out. Possible. Seems like something the church would do. Yeah. Shiki insists that he's the one with weird powers, not Akiha. CL says that there's something pretty clearly wrong with Akiha too, but Akiha is holding it back somehow, and it hasn't fully awakened. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he uh, makes excuses for her, and CL's like, if it's a vampire, I will, I will kill it. I don't care who it is. I'm sorry, Shiki, but that's my whole job. And he's like, uh, what do I do? Do I just pretend not to know that Akiha drinks human blood? Or do I fight CL again to protect Akiha? <laughs> I would... I would not fight CL, TBH. Yeah. You, like, you literally just got your ass kicked. Uh-huh. CL's like, I know Akiha's important to you. I know she's he, she's more important to you than your own life. And he's like, yeah, well, she's my sister, you know? I'm not horny. And CL's like... If it if it comes down to it, if she is a vampire, we may have to actually fight, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, Fen, if Akiha is a flesh-eating monster who is not a vampire, does Ciel leave her alone? I think so. Ciel's not here on church, like, orders. Mm-hmm. She's here on I want to f***ing end Roa mm-hmm. on her own. So, I think that Ciel likes Shiki enough mm-hmm. to say, like... Yeah, my goal was Roa, and your sister is not Roa, therefore I'm gonna say goodbye. Yeah, it is po- I suppose, I hadn't really considered, but it is possible that uh, Akiha is Roa, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think CL probably knows that Akiha's not. Uh-huh. Given that she literally just said, like, Akiha's something going on, but she is, um, she is, like, holding it back. Her her powers aren't awake yet. Shiki held back Roa for a while too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but there there is a vampire killer stalking the streets. CL knows is Roa because of her connection to Roa. True, true, true. So she walks him to the gate. She says she's not going to ask what he's going to do next. They have a brief, hollow handshake, a short goodbye, and CL leaves. This is. Yeah, it's a great, like, it is a melancholy echo of CL's route. Mm-hmm. Of, like, oh, we walk to the gate together, and then handshake, and then uh, walk our our own separate ways. It's great stuff. I can't wait to play the CL route again. Not the, I'm not talking about the remake. I'm talking about, like, ten years from now when I just play this whole game, this game, like, over again. Uh-huh. I... We're gonna get to the end of this podcast, Ben. And mm-hmm. by end, I mean in, like nine years when mm-hmm. we eventually catch up on on tight moon stuff and this becomes a uh toho podcast in between <laughs> releases of tight moon things 
and it's going to be heartbreaking, but also I'm going to go back and play all of the things that we played in English in Japanese. Yeah, uh-huh. So Shiki makes his way back to the mansion. He doesn't know what to do. Is Akiha the vampire? No, she's not, but Shiki doesn't know that. Yeah. Uh, he bites his lip and thinks about it real hard, and that's the end of day nine. Day 10, Sweltering Night. October 30th, Saturday. Oh, right. We open on a memory. Um, This is... I I can't remember if it's immediately clear it's a dream, mm-hmm. or if it's, like, clear later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it certainly is a dream, and it's about Shiki and... Well, it's about... A, yeah, it's about Shiki hanging out under the big meeting tree and, like, mm-hmm. spending time with Akiha. Yes. He... This is interesting. He says that years ago, he'd shut himself away in his room for a long time, but eventually he made friends with one of the servant girls. Huh. Presumably Hisui or Kohaku, who have been employed at the mansion since they were children. Uh Uh-huh. And he finally came out to play. This is really interesting to me, though, because he has never... the, The three kids, he's never mentioned playing with the maids before. Yeah. The cheerful girl fan. Next route, we'll find out what that means. Uh-huh? Wait, do we? Yeah. The choices are yeah. Akiha or the cheerful girl. Okay, so he uh, had come out to play. Little Akiha was there, sobbing and apologizing to him for some reason. Kid Shiki asks why, and she says, because we stole everything from you, Nissan. Ben? <laughs> uh-huh. Hmm. What? What did they steal, Fent? He says when he was a kid, he was bitter about it, but he couldn't let him let six-year-old Akiha blame herself for it. So he patted her head, thanked her for the apology, and told her that she'd done enough. That they were brother and sister now, and she didn't have to cry. And he made a promise to be her elder brother and protect her no matter what. She asks about this, if he remembers this promise early on, mm-hmm. and is mad that he doesn't. He does makes so explain? many promises. He do- she doesn't say anything more than being upset. Mm. I, I, I was joking about how he makes a lot of promises, uh, and my my theory was that Aoko taught him a lot of, like, valuable life lessons, right? She never well, really, really, too, to keep her glasses on and don't say, don't tell lies that even you can't believe. Well, she did teach another lesson, which was, importantly, not to only make promises he intends to keep. She taught him that he should break his promises selectively based on his judgment. <laughs> I've, I've probably made promises that I've broken. Oh, I've definitely. For, like, good reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very funny. Aoko, great teacher. Had a real impact on this kid. Uh Uh-huh. Fen, I I saw someone today on Twitter talking about how the Maho Tsukai no Yoru is supposed to be a trilogy. What? Yeah. Apparently, early on, Nasu said it was a, it was a, planned as a trilogy, and he just hasn't gotten around to writing the other ones because he's gotten so caught up in Fate, uh, uh, Grand Order, and uh, the Tsukihime remake, which has been apparently being worked on for like 12 years. Yeah, I, I believe that there was an interview that was like, oh yeah, Fate Go delayed this by like mm-hmm. years and years and years and years and years. <laughs> yeah, G- Grand Order is great. A, a large part because he's writing a lot of that story, but damn, I would love to see some more vi- like full visual novels from 
Nasu. Yeah, the thing about... I love Grand Order, and, like, we will we will talk about it in detail when we get there. Uh-huh. Oh, I can't wait, Fen. Finish, finish Yuga Kestra. I, I'm trying. I got distracted by uh, some other stuff. Like, the, like, finishing all the, whatchamacallits, the, like, interludes in Arknights. Which, most of them are quite good. good. I, Ben. Yeah. I love a tragic girl. And both Firewatch and Ashvala are just the most tragic of <laughs> girls. That's very for good. For entirely separate reasons. Firewatch is from Kashmir's? Uh-huh. The, the, like, night capitalist place. night society and her parents got killed by knights uh-huh. and she's trying to take vengeance um and Aishvala is a vi- is a uh volcanologist mm-hmm. and the thing about volcanoes is that they bring up things from below the earth and that means there's a lot of erygium around oh. so she is like she's probably the worst infected Aww. in Rhodes Island. So why is she so and it's like, it's like partially blind and wears hearing aids and can Aww. barely hear without them. And is like poor little sheep. Yeah, little. And it it is implied that her parents were killed for their research. Hmm. That it like yeah. The story is that um they were in an accident. Hmm. But. It sounded like, uh, one, there's no chance, or there's, there's not no chance, because, like, nature is unpredictable and weird, uh-huh. and there's always a chance that when you're doing something dangerous that you'll, you'll die, mm-hmm. um, even if you're very, very good at it, but it was definitely like, oh, they're, hmm, it seems like they were doing research that people wanted to not have happen. <laughs> uh-huh. Interesting. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> uh, right, right. The, I I love I love Grand Order, but there's something about just sitting down to a visual novel, just going into and a being visual able novel to just frenzy. like go. And uh-huh. Grand Order is is written to be consumed in small chunks. True, right? Like it is meant to be written, or it is written to be like okay, this. This uh, chapter, even if it's all cutscenes, we're still going to make each of them like five minutes because you're reading them on your phone and yeah. we don't want to. Archives could learn from this, <laughs> as a matter of fact, <laughs> uh, where they just say, fuck it, here's a half hour cutscene. <laughs> but yeah, that just makes for a very different, like, it's easier to dip in and out of. Mm-hmm. And part of what I love about a good visual novel is the, like, Losing track oh, of time. Okay. I got to the end of a day. That was like three or four hours of playtime. I feel like now's a good time to stop. As opposed to like Or if you're I me, could, it's only four AM. Yeah. I could go another day or two. Yeah, but I mean like yeah. I just mean the like the the natural opportunities that the game gives you to stop are uh-huh. fewer and farther between. Uh-huh. But also, that means that the writing has to carry you through. Yes. And I feel like, yeah, this does a... It depends on the route and depends on the day. But mm-hmm. a lot of the time does a really good job of like, okay, that was like a three or four hour day, but it was totally worth it. Because mm-hmm. what a wild ride. Possibly it's the weakest at this during the CL route. 
Probably. So far. Certainly early on. I think, yeah. I think the finale to CL's route is strong. Oh yeah, it makes up for so much of that route, but there is like definitely that that lag in the middle of the CL route where you're just like, yeah, what's even happening? Yeah, we're like, they're not doing new reveals. It's like rehashing stuff from Arcoid's mm-hmm. route mostly. Um, yeah. So Shiki wakes up from his nostalgic dream. And uh, it seems that now that he knows he's not the killer, he's not so brainwave, jo- like, connected to the killer. So he wasn't pulled into the killer's dream, like, vision, right? Yeah. I think, huh, that's interesting. He also can't remember the dream that he just had. Just oh, I didn't remember that detail. He, like, gets that it was nostalgic, but he doesn't really have a clue. Yeah, I think it... Yes, I would read it as instead of, oh, he doesn't know or he knows he's not the killer, so he's not as connected. Mm. I think I would read it as there's another presence that is stronger than the killers. Yeah, yeah. He gets that. um, He realizes this very strongly later. But at this point, he doesn't know that he doesn't know at this point he was sharing someone else's dream. Yeah. Hisui arrives to wake him up, and she's uh, grumpy at him for not checking in with Akiha before he went to bed. Uh, apparently, Akiha was waiting for him in the sitting room all night. Well, then. Mm-hmm. Shiki isn't sure that Akiha doesn't eat fingers. Huh? <laughs> she doesn't give her a little nibble. She'll just nibble on your fingertips a little bit, and then up to the knuckle. Ben, would you let would you let Akiha bite you? Bite me, maybe. Eat one of my fingers. I I need these for things, you know. Sure. I need them for would my you gloves. Let, okay. Would you let Yumizuka bite you? Uh, being a dead apostle sounds like it sucks so bad in this game. Fan is the thing. I yeah. I yeah. We've talked about it. She's not a dead apostle, but this game does not differentiate between the two as cleanly as it does in other stuff. I think I think that they do in fact use vampire when they mean vampire and in this dead route, apostle they've never... when they're talking about one of the twenty six dead apostles. In this route, they just haven't brought up the concept of a dead apostle, so I don't think that's totally true. Because uh, Roa is a dead apostle, they never call him a dead apostle. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I guess. Anyway, I don't know if I would want to be a, a fate vampire. If I'm being honest. It just seems, like, bad and uncomfortable all the time. Like, I guess I'm in pain all the time already. I didn't say that, like, you had to... That she got to put her blood in you and turn you into a a vampire as well. Okay, is she gonna kill me in one go? Because here's the thing, then. I love a girl who can kill me. I guess that is the thing about Akiha, is that as far as we know, so far, she's not turning people into vampires. We've seen Kohaku outside during the sunshine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Akiha. Yeah. Here's the thing, Fan. I love a girl who can kill you. Yeah. But. You if, don't want to die. Yeah, like, I've got shit to do. If, if <laughs> she, if fucking, that's the thing that gets me about this is like, oh yeah, it's great if Arkwood kind like always wants to kill Shiki a little bit. But also, if she kills him, that's it. He doesn't get to like, be like, ooh, how hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have 
Too much stuff to do to get actually murdered by my girlfriend. It's a great tension. Ten. I want it to be a threat, but I don't want it to actually happen. We, yeah, I know. And I know that we know people who think differently on that. <laughs> I think I'm on, I'm on team. I want, I, listen, I'm actually on team. I love CL because all I want is like a nice, cute, uh, boring relationship where we cook for each other and like cuddle a lot. But... You're on team. Give me CL's body so that I can, <laughs> I can do some fucked up shit with him. Don't have to call me out like this. <laughs> That's the real well, play, is the thing. If if anyone's listening, I would. I don't know that I would take CL's body if I had to go through her trauma. Mm. If you're offering, I would in fact take CL's body so that I could get fucked up a lot mm -hmm. and not have anything bad happen to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the only downside CL is deeply traumatized. Yeah. Yeah, but she's so angsty about it. She just needs to loosen up a little bit. Sure. Just enjoy the pain. Uh-huh. You can get there. I know exactly how to get there. <laughs> uh, we're probably we, going to cut a lot of this, We're cutting that huh? part way too horny. Okay, okay. So... Akiha has been waiting for him in the sitting room all night, and she's mad. And he he's disappointed in him for not going, and he's worried that Akiha is a vampire and he can't act normally around her. So he asks Hisui to shadow him for the morning, so he doesn't mm -hmm. have to be alone. And Hisui blushes extremely deeply and is like, "Anything you want, I love you." Hisui is overjoyed. She just wants attention, Fan. It's almost her root. It's adorable. God, um. Hey, Ben. Yeah. They make it to the sitting room. Mm-hmm. And then Kohaku teases Hisui. <laughs> Kohaku teases Hisui about following her around like a puppy dog. And he's mm -hmm. like, I'm not feeling great, so I've got her following me in case I fall down the stairs. Uh-huh. And he's... then Kohaku teases Hisui about being relied on. Uh-huh. Hisui... I love Kohaku. <laughs> Hisui doesn't say a word. She just... I think she does her, like, looking down blushing sprite. Uh-huh. Kawaku goes to cook, they sit, and Akiha just, there's just like this horrible, awkward silence until Akiha finally asks if he's doing okay. He's like, no, I'm fine. Uh, duh, I don't know how to talk to you right now. Mm -hmm. She's not being mean to him, though. She's <sighs> nervous. Ben. There's this, <laughs> they both uh, call out to each other at the same time, and then they both do the like, no, no, you go first. No, 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 you, you go first. I... Yeah, at this moment, I was like, I can feel Akiha losing her assertiveness. Yep. And, like, it makes sense narratively. Uh-huh. Sure. But I... That's, like, one of her best traits. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> why would you take that away from us? Why was she calling out to him? Why was she? She just wanted to say Nissan. Oh, right. Not even ah. his name. So, uh, this is an awkward exchange. It's interrupted by breakfast. Shiki thinks about how meek Akiha was, and then also he's like, I feel kind of shitty for avoiding her. Uh, Hisui does walk both of them to the main gates, but he can't, he can't put off being alone with her any longer, because Hisui's not going to walk him to school. She would if you asked, but it would uh -huh. be weird. That, hmm. What would, what would people at school think? Well, if okay, Shiki what, up be, showed up being tailed by a blushing maid. I know what Arahiko would think. 
Arahiko would ki- drop kick him again. Absolutely. I know what CL would think. Uh-huh. She'd be a little jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably happy that uh, uh, Shiki wasn't spending time alone with yeah. Akiha. I just want to know what people would think about, like, why isn't she in school? <laughs> Fuck I me. Guess, why isn't she I in guess school? High school isn't isn't required in Japan, right? Is it not? I think I think it's just through middle school that's required. Wild. Well, I don't think she went to middle school either, Fent. No, I have bad news for the ability of the maids to, like, exist in society if they weren't maids. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing Akia didn't fire them. Yeah. Ben? Now I'm just thinking about, like, it would be it would be a little cute to see Kohaku and, and Hisui, like, trying to rent an apartment. Striking out on their own together? Yeah. Oh, Fen, I want that sitcom really badly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kohaku gets a job me... and Hisui follows her to it. <laughs> Give me a girl zoo that is just Kohaku and Hisui trying to live their lives. Uh-huh. Yes, Ben. What? They do their last two years of high school. Oh. Please. Okay. So, let's see. Uh, he tells Hisui at the gate not that uh, even though school gets out early because it's Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he might go play a bit, so he might be back a little later. Mm-hmm. And they have a very, very awkward silence as they walk to school. And uh-huh. Shiki's like, so uh, what's up with you? And she gets all shy and nervous. And he's like, you were out sick yesterday. And then he remembers that the night before that, CL had a horrible, like, knockout fight with a vampire. Uh-huh. Uh, he tries to ignore that coincidence and insists, insists that he has to trust her. And then yeah, he says, he, he says that she looked real feminine this morning. Oh. Hey, bro, you're looking real feminine and breedable this morning. You okay? Fun! <laughs> That's maybe the most cursed thing you've said on this podcast. Is and it? that's saying a lot given the lines from sex scenes that you've read. Ben, we have to read some lines from this sex scene this time. Oh, I said this I, is gonna get I said that you quick. have said um this sex scene has some of the worst lines that I've ever read. We do have to pick a worst line. Oh god, it's going to be hard. Uh, she tells him it was a terrible thing to say. <laughs> and, uh, they have a back and forth about if she's rough or calm or proper or mean and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, they just kind of argue, bicker and don't resolve it and go to school. I, yeah, my take was that Shiki literally insulted Akiha just to get her to say something to him. Uh-huh. Uh, he also reminds her that there's, they're not going to have lunch together today. It's a half day, so they'll eat at home. Mm-hmm. She stops him and says that there's a reason that she's been lost all morning. And he's like, are you still sick? She's like, that's not it. Even though she very clearly does have fate bottom disease. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. She blushes, looks up at him and asks if he remembers that childhood promise. This is where she asks about the promise. Ah, uh, uh-huh. I forgot that. And he he's like, uh, what, what promise? And she gets mad. Yeah. And he says... 
like you're asking me about like my childhood it was like eight years ago i made a bunch of promises to you i don't remember all of them you got to be more specific and she does her like big welled up tears sprite ben this is the most relatable shiki's ever been i can barely remember what happened two years ago uh-huh just like there's not isn't there like one big important promise that sticks out he hasn't realized it yet but he was dreaming her dream last night uh-huh she says that she had a, a nostalgic dream last night and he's like you think that because you had a weird dream that it means i'll remember everything from my childhood and she's like well see it was and she starts describing this the scene and the music sharply cuts out uh-huh and he's he starts asking for more details because he's starting to remember that actually yes he did have that dream and he, a cold sweat runs down his back as he realizes that this could mean that she was the killer after all. Uh-huh. Great. I love this. She's just, like, trying to, like, get him to remember the, like, childhood romance promise that they made forever ago or whatever. I... I don't know that it's a romance promise. I it, think it's a perfectly, like... It shouldn't be, but it is. Is it? fan i mean based on this route I, based on this route it's a hundred percent like i don't think that there, there was any romance meant at the time is i don't think there should there i think is. a kiha right you're right that a kiha was like oh yes my my knight my in shining armor you'll protect uh-huh. me you'll, sh- you'll protect me forever uh-huh it's just fan it's impossible for me to separate the two because they won't separate the two yeah uh huh. It is the kind of promise that you uh you would make in a manga about childhood friends falling in love, and like yeah, it's not romantic not the, at the time. Not the, not the part where it's part. like where they explicitly say we're brother and sister now. Uh huh. <sighs> yeah. God, but that's the thing. They won't separate those two ideas out, and that's yeah. why this route is bad. On a on an entirely different note, Ben. Yeah. Akiha walks away wanting to say something, but uh, not saying it. Mm-hmm. The sheer number of times that happens mm-hmm. would fill a light novel. <laughs> God. She she spends a lot of this route walking away, looking like she wants to say something. Uh-huh. Fucking apologizing for something and then not telling him what it is and then walking away. Uh-huh. So, he skedaddles... He's, yeah, he's worried that even though the dream he shared with her wasn't a murder dream, that it still could mean that she's the vampire. Uh-huh. He gets to class early, and Arihiko says he either looks pale or depressed. <laughs> Not both, though. Not Couldn't both. be both. Shiki brushes it off and asks if he's seen CL, who doesn't exist. Hmm. Oh, CL. What? I feel like she usually disappears sooner than this. I think so, yeah. She usually disappears pretty early. But I think she, yeah, she usually disappears, like, middle of last week. Hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, middle of the week, not end of the week. Yeah. Um, he, Shiki, like, realizes in this moment that she really meant it when she said goodbye. Uh, he thinks about Ciel a lot. Then, uh, class ends. Shiki stays put. Arihiko's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm, I'm waiting for someone who may never come. This is, like, good melancholy stuff. Uh-huh. Arihiko gets bored and leaves. Uh, Shiki tells him not to play outside at night, since CL's not around to say it. 
And he waits until one o'clock. CL never shows up, but who does? Akia. Roa. No, it's Akia. What's she doing? She wanted to come check on him. Ben, this whole scene rules so much. Oh, Ben. It's incredible. This is one of my this is like one of my favorite whole like continuous scenes in this route. Yeah, definitely. So uh, it rules. He tells her that he's waiting for Senpai. He hasn't seen her today, and he's not sure if she's coming back. And Akiha takes a seat next to him and says, Okay, I'll wait with you. And it's cute. Uh-huh. He he says she's nosy, and she's like, yeah, I'm your sister, that's my job, and smiles, and it's cute. What if they were just family, Fen? Oh, I would be so much happier. I want Fen? I wonder... Yeah? If... If this route was not, like, forced to have a sex scene because uh-huh. of how this game was made, would this route have all the weird, like, uh, romantic overtones? I guess we'll find out when we read uh, Tsukihime Remake. Oh, yeah. I guess we will. Uh-huh. They wait a long time. Till sunset. They don't fucking say anything to each other. There's just so many long stretches of them just sitting there not talking because they have nothing in common. Uh-huh. <sighs> I really wish that I'd written down when this quote was. Mm-hmm. But the although it's unpleasant when Akiha and Senpai see each other, Senpai isn't coming anyway. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, it's it le- leans into just mm-hmm. Shiki's so melancholy, and it's yeah. like I know I know that this isn't gonna happen, and I know I should just go home. But yeah. what if? Yeah, that's pretty early on. I think. Okay. Uh, let's see. Because then he starts. After that, he starts thinking about. Uh, oh yes. memories uh-huh. of them being young together and gets distracted by thinking about what kind of monster she might be uh quote akiha is important to me i think i love her but what kind of love it is i cannot put into words clearly i cannot stress enough how much i love the atmosphere except for that part where shiki's like well i love my sister and i don't think it's entirely platonic here's the thing this is the part where the root begins to do the work of detangling him, their relationship from sibling. Yeah. He thinks about how they have only spent a couple, like, two years together as siblings. Mm-hmm. And he says he always had a strong urge to protect her from the start. And this is, like, they play up the childhood friend angle a lot. And then I was like, so this is interesting. It's starting to do the stuff of trying to in- disentangle them from the like weird part of their relationship. And then I was like, she's still going to call him Nissan while they fuck. <sighs> you can't fool me, game. I know how this ends. Yeah. He decides in this moment that he can't hate her, even if she is a vampire. Finally, he asks if she's ready to go back, and she says, Is it okay? CL hasn't shown up yet. And then... He's like, Wait. You remember CL? (gasps) Uh Uh-huh. What a good moment. Yeah. He's like, Oh, oh, wait a sec. Akiha's like, Yeah, you mean the, like, weird person who is hypnotizing people? Well, well, okay, okay. So there's a little bit before that. He asks what she thinks of CL, and she's like, my feelings are the same. You shouldn't associate with her. And then she's like, uh, 
how do you remember her when no one else does? And Akiha freezes. Uh huh. Uh huh. This is a great bit. I thought for a second, I was like, oh, uh, Akiha knows, like, everything about CL. Mm hmm. And it was like, oh, no, actually, like, 30 seconds later, it's like, oh. She just noticed that CL was hypnotizing people. <laughs> and, like, knew something was about her that she didn't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah. Akiha instantly knows that she's accidentally outed herself as being something supernatural to Shiki. Uh-huh. It's great. He's like, Do you, did you know all along who she was? Uh, like, a vampire hunter? And Akiha's like, what? And he's thinks to himself that she doesn't it doesn't feel like she's surprised to hear him, like the word vampire she's surprised to hear him be the one to say it uh-huh mm-hmm. the, yeah it rules Ben. because mm-hmm. yeah this is the this is each of them well i mean shiki already kind of knew that akiha was supernatural yeah but it's akiha realizing that shiki knows about supernatural stuff uh-huh <laughs> Akiha says that she knew that CL was different and that she was hypnotizing everyone she met and mm-hmm. was like, that's why no one ever questioned her name, appearance, or the fact that she doesn't even have a last name. Uh-huh. CL Tsukihime. That's her name, right? Uh-huh. And Akiha is apparently hypnosis proof, though she doesn't tell him why. Once CL leaves and breaks her hypnosis spell, everyone affected by the spell forgets her unless they broke through it themselves like Shiki did. Oh, I missed that detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, like, set yeah. up to break in a way that erases the memories of her. Huh. It's When she yeah. removes it. It's fascinating. Yeah, I don't... I mean, like, yeah, I believe that Shiki broke it. I would also believe that Ciel made it so that Shiki wouldn't forget about her. Possible, possible. She did say that the spell had faded when they were against each other right which sounded like it, it has broken on its own just from him knowing too oh, much oh yeah from him like questioning yes okay he asks why akiha is immune to hypnosis and she has no idea what to do she really wasn't expecting today to go like this uh-huh i guess right it's wild to think about how much shiki knows that he's not supposed to uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is her first hint that he knows any of this stuff. Wild. Yeah, like, he knows, he knows, like, everything. <laughs> he said, mean, he then Not said, everything, everything, yeah. but, like, yeah. He's like, oh, right, right, the Tono's, the Tono blood isn't normal. Uh, he, uh, we know that he hasn't made the next leap of why wasn't, why was he affected then? Yeah, well, yeah, the not the entirety of this route, but a lot of a lot of time this route is Shiki flip-flopping between mm-hmm. um I was the blood brother, Akiha's my like related by blood to me sister. Mm-hmm. And everything about that person feels wrong, and I don't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. And I can't really like uh make those two things work uh-huh. and but i'm keeping both i'm keeping both a tally of like not a tally but like a a version of myself where i am her uh blood related sibling mm-hmm. and where i'm not that person 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting, yeah, it's... Yeah, it is interesting the ways in which he he keeps those two ideas both in his mind and also separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very interesting. This is the stuff where I I agree with you that it doesn't. This, while I think that the the structure of the story, the overarching plot would work really well as a as a first introduction to this world, uh, a lot of this stuff, the shiki stuff, wouldn't work nearly as well. Yeah, you need you need we need to know who he is enough. For any of this to land. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, again, I think that the, 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 the A plot stuff would work really well, but the B plot stuff is so tied up in it. Yeah. You say you never get to change my opinions. You, you definitely change my opinions sometimes. I'm not ironclad. You're the one who said that you're very stubborn. Yes, I am. And I never change my opinions about anything. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Ben... She gets nervous. He stands up and says, it's okay. I'm not normal either. And then she gets up too. Uh-huh. Ben? <laughs> this weird standoff. He told her, tells her that CL said that the Tonos have special powers, that some of them become killers. And then he asks if she's a vampire. Ben? <laughs> what does she do? Well, she stands up. She yells at her, like, why won't you answer? Uh-huh. And then she walks to the window, and we get one of the most incredible CGs in this entire game of her leaning on the window, the um, the sunset in the background, curtains kind of billowing next to her, and she says, well then, I'll ask, if I was a vampire, what would you do, Nissan? Kind of hips tilted, a smirk on her face. She looks so evil. <laughs> Like, evil in the best way. <laughs> now, there is a small discrepancy in that the the description of her walking to the window describes her as having red hair. Yeah. She definitely which, doesn't in the CG. No. But... But she does is giving him a look that could kill. Oh, it's such a good look. He describes it as if it feels like she's right up in his face, even though she's across the room. Uh-huh. And he kind of, like, stumbles from the pressure of what's happening. If I it's... were to confirm that, there would be no need for me to hold back. Do you understand, Nissan? I could stop being obstinate and be more honest with myself, right? This is this is Akiha saying like what Shiki was thinking, or uh-huh. this is Akiha saying, "Hey, I could become the version of you in that bad end where you just became a killer. Mm-hmm. Like I could just let myself go, right? That would be nice." With terrible pressure and a glint of cruel enjoyment in her eyes, Akiha gazes at me. This is the, the good stuff. This is the this good Akiha. Rules, I man. love this. She he says that she's looking down at him, regardless of the height difference. Uh huh. I just love it when a girl smirks and is like, the look in her eyes is I could I could kill you and it wouldn't be it wouldn't like I would barely notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, the, he makes a comment to himself that it feels like, even though they're far apart, it feels like they could kiss at any moment, which, meh. I, uh-huh, kiss or that she could stab him. Give him a like... dark kiss mark. Uh-huh. And then he still can't say anything, and she smiles and says, just kidding. And she claims that she doesn't drink people's blood. Well, okay, you didn't have to go that far, Akiha. Uh-huh, she's lying. 
We know that oh. she's lying. We all know. Even Shiki knows. She doesn't know that he knows, though, which is really good. Uh-huh. She breaks off her stare and says that CL's right. There's something in the Tono blood. And if it wakes up, you can't hide it. You could tell at a glance. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says that she is not what he thinks she is. And if that's all, she's going to go home. What does Shiki do? Um, Shiki can't let a scab be there uh -huh. without picking at it. And so he asks about the third child. She says that there was none. And then he reveals that he knows even more. He knows about the adoption. She's furious. And she says that Hisui was instructed to keep him from ever finding out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She did her best. Kohaku fucked it up. Uh-huh. Well, it. I guess, I think it depends on... It's which... Mm-hmm. It's really... It, it could be Hisui or Kohaku. That's true, but Kohaku tells him. Hisui just looks away for a second and he uses his supernatural powers that she doesn't know he has to get into a locked door. That's fair. Hisui is also, way less like, at fault. It feels like... It feels like Hisui's... Hisui should have been tasked with, like... If Cleaning Shiki up. isn't in his, in his room, literally always keep an eye on him. Yeah, uh-huh. Don't... I... I don't care about the rest of your chores. Literally just track that boy. If only they had some more staff who could do more of the chores so that Hisui had oh, time to keep an eye so on nice. him. that would be so nice. But then, then we'd have to have even more routes. He can't fuck every I feel maid. Like we've talked about this before. I know. Shiki can and will date every maid. Well, they need a butler then. And it should be Arihiko. And then he can fuck Arihiko. Oh, Ben. Now we're talking. So... He asks how the child died, and she says that he didn't die, but he was killed by Shiki. But Akiha, but, people die when they are killed. Yeah. Shiki said that three routes ago, or whatever, <laughs> two and a half, like, well, almost three routes ago. It was the beginning of Arcweeds, right? Uh-huh. Shiki has a strong memory of killing the boy and almost collapses. And then she, uh, Akiha smirks at him and says, everyone has their secrets, don't they? So shut up and go back to living as Tonoshiki. And then she leaves. Akiha, when she's evil, is... This she rules. This is the height of my enjoyment of Akiha right here. Like, she yeah. had started, like, softening up, right? And I was like, uh -huh. okay, yeah, she can be cute. I, I get it, right? It's fine. This isn't really, like... She would have to be a lot cuter to for me to care, given, like, my reservations about this route. Uh-huh. And then she pulls, like, evil, evil shit, and I'm like, oh, right! I thought she was a top! This is cool! <laughs> this scene made me write down, Rin was robbed. Because <laughs> <laughs> Akiha is very much prototype Rin. Uh-huh. Rin never gets to be, like, this mean. Uh-huh. God. And that's you a know bummer. What? Akiha was because... robbed too. What? Akiha was robbed too. Oh, absolutely. And I think ultimately Rin comes out on top in terms oh, yeah. of uh who got the the better deal. But I just I just love girls being absolutely the worst. What's Rin's favorite alcoholic drink? Hmm. Like a like a Shirley Temple? Mm-hmm. I think Rin the thing is in company, Rin drinks whiskey and hates it. Ah, uh, uh-huh. But she wants to, she wants to, like, look like a, like a girl who drinks whiskey. Uh-huh, like an Akiha. 
Yeah. And then, like, when she's by herself, or when she's doing... Not doing shots, but like when she's when she's drinking with uh, Archer, she's drinking like a a very weak Shirley Temple, and Archer is also drinking a Shirley Temple. Uh huh. But it's a lot sharing, stronger. As a matter of fact, <laughs> it's it's a lover straw. But oh, like, great. but like they did it as a it's they did a it ironically. Straw. They're girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. Akiha leaves. He can't stop her. And we cut to nighttime. Shiki is at the park, sitting on a, on a bench. Huh. Just, he doesn't want to go home. Yeah. I mean, he just had his sister say that uh, she might be a, a blood-sucking demon. She so... might be on a hair trigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, pretending to laugh it off. It's great. It's See, is so, like... Every time her secret comes out, she's kind of like, are you sure that you want to know this? And she, like, gets deeply sad. And Akio was like, fuck you. Uh -huh. You're gonna come at me, you better fucking come at me. It's incredible is the thing. Uh -huh. So, Shiki now remembers walking in on, on Akiha feeding from Kohaku. And he insists that it was a dream, which at the time I didn't read that it was actually a dream. I figured that he had been he had been caught and, like brought back to his room and, like, hypnotized or something. Yeah. But he's very sure right now that it was actually a dream, and that he makes this incredible leap. It's It fits the mold of all of the other dreams, right? Yes. In that he's hot, he's thirsty, yes. and then, like, he's dreaming. And he thinks about not being able to stay in the sun. Yeah. So... He realizes that if that was a dream, he must have mind-melded with the real killer who walked in on it. Because yeah. if he had been mind-melding with Akiha, he would have seen it from her point of view, and he would have been drinking from Kohaku. So that means that Akiha can't be the killer. Yeah, he's like, oh, it can't be Akiha. He That's jumps great. up, he jumps up, and he's all excited. And then he, he's like... Ben? He's yeah. excited for about three seconds before he's like, wait a sec... <laughs> Wait the a killer minute. was in that room. Wait a minute. That if Akiha's not the killer and the killer was at the mansion, that means the killer is at the mansion. He go he starts to fucking run. Uh-huh. Um what does what what's the mansion like when he gets there? Oh, Ben. It's like All seven of the lights are out. Oh, that's it's, weird. It's only seven. Yeah. It's dark, it's quiet, and uh it's hot. Weird. It's like Weird. late autumn. Yeah, it shouldn't be that warm. He throws open the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, the background is blue, like drenched in blue, and it's dark. And he said it's he's like real freaked out by the atmosphere. His like murder horny mode starts to trigger. And yeah, and as Shiki is wont to do, he feels the like pressure of death. Uh huh. He screams uh -huh. for Akiha. He realizes the power is out. He screams for the maids. No one replies to him. And he needs to go to her room. That's worrying. Choice one for the day. Where is Akiha's room again? Um. Fen, did you do any of the other ones besides the correct answer? Yes. What happens? Shiki goes to the... So, yeah, we get four choices... First floor east, first floor west, second floor east, second floor west. And so, uh, mechanically, 
all of the wrong choices just give minus one with a kiha. Ah. There's no, like, there's no diverging story here. But it is it is funny to pick, like, say, uh, second floor west, and Shiki, it, it's the background of his, the corridor leading to his room. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm a dumbass. And then he goes to the correct place. That's pretty funny. That's that's basically all of them is like, oh no, I I know where this was. Why did I come here? Oh, I'm gonna go to to Goofy. where her actual house or room is. More uh, choices should be trivia questions. <laughs> uh huh. Sorry. I wish that this game had a relationship meter that was visible to the player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. Because it's just fun to see like relationship point totals are like pretty easy to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they are in Stay Night too. It's like it's basically impossible not to, as long as you're like, "Hey, I should hang out with or be nice to mm-hmm. the love interest." But yeah, I, I, I would enjoy choices mo- like this even more if I could look and say like, "I lost a point with a key uh-huh. for choosing the wrong one," and didn't have to like stare at a flowchart and be like, "Ah, yes." What I if see. What if every time you made the wrong choice, it put you back here? <laughs> And you could keep losing points. That would be hilarious. Hilarious. So luckily, I think. Well, I say luckily because I'm the person who wants to see literally everything. There's not any choices that, or there aren't any bad ends that are purely because Akiha doesn't like you enough. Mm-hmm. It's all Akiha doesn't like you enough. Therefore, you don't get a choice, or like you do get a choice if. If Akiha likes you enough. I see. The correct answer is the East Wing, second floor. He's second floor, West Wing? Yes. I see, I see. Shiki on the West Wing. Oh, Ben. I watched, like, six seasons of that in high school. Yeah? Uh Uh-huh. Shiki killed the president. (laughs) I... I can't... What? Could she be... Could she be? Uh, could Shiki kill neoliberalism? Shiki, Please, we and thank have, you. We have been, it has been proven that Shiki is capable of killing concepts. If he could find the death point of neoliberalism, possibly at the Democratic National Convention, <laughs> he may be able to kill it. I'm pretty sure that Joe Biden somewhere on there has... <laughs> anyway... We don't get to talk about our politics enough because uh-huh. Fate is a lot of more a lot of currently a lot of well I guess we did a little in like our first episodes, but uh-huh. also we were getting our feet under us. Uh-huh. Trying to figure out how what we how we do this. Um now that people actually listen to this show, we care way less. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's yeah. that's not true. We we still care about what we make, but like oh, we're yeah. we're way more relaxed. Uh-huh. Uh but also the the stories that this game is telling have gotten much more personal, I think. Yeah, a lot of Fate stuff is very personal and not super political, although it does seem to be of the opinion generally that people with power tend to be evil and irredeemable. Yeah. Like, uh, the w- rich, wealthy mages who rule the world are all the worst people you've ever met. <laughs> yeah. And, like, individuals can be good, but the power structures are bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. I should say that, like, I know that, yeah, we don't get to talk about our, like, kind of more grand politics, mm-hmm. like, personal interaction, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's, mm-hmm. 
I love you. I love you. I just, yeah, I think I wish that CL's route had given us more to chew on. Philosophically. In terms of, hey, like, what does redemption mean? Mm-hmm. Because it, it kind of drops that <laughs> towards the end. Yeah, it was very much as like, you're not responsible for those actions, CL, and it just kind of moves on from there, which is yeah. too bad. I would be far more interested in like, okay, yeah, we're not just going to say you're not responsible, but like, what do you actually do to, to like make amends for that? Yeah. And like, yeah. Even, or even if it wasn't you, you like personally doing those things intentionally, mm-hmm. hey, you're still, you were still party to that. So mm-hmm. like, what do you do? Anyway. They make such a point to be like, when Roa takes over, he's not taking over. Yeah. You are a party to it. You are along for the ride. You are not dead. You are there with him. And you mm-hmm. are also holding the knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. And that kind this of just isn't goes away. relitigate the CL route hours, so. Every hour is relitigate the CL route hour. <laughs> he bolts we can do for it at room. the end, Ben. <gasps> he bolts for her Somebody room. Somebody sent in a question begging <laughs> us to relitigate CL route. And we'll do it in many weeks when we get to the Q&A episode. New Year's Day recording. <laughs> it's not going to be that long. He runs for her room, Ben. Mm-hmm. The horrible atmosphere gets stronger all the time. He grabs his knife, which he still has with him after his run-in with CL, and he bursts in. It's dark. The moonlight is blue. Akiha's on the ground, breathing but unconscious, and her hair is really red now, actually. Oh, Ben, it's blood red. It's red like blood, which is interesting. He's confused. He tries to wake her up. What does he notice? There's a... There's a mummy. Yeah. Someone wrapped in bandages, standing by the window. Uh, when do we see his sprite? We've already here? gotten flashes of it, but yeah, when okay, he takes yeah. his bandages off in a minute. Yeah, Shiki can tell that the man by the window is the, the killer, because that's... He'd been sharing dreams with that dude. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. He asks who who he is, and the boss music plays, and Roa says, I feel sad, Shiki, you don't even remember the person you've killed? He says this a lot, but we we know he means this as a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. I think this route is way more... It feels like more people are saying that that seriously, this route. I know, I know. It's a, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> it annoys me that Roa keeps saying it, because it's like, you didn't... You're the mer- You've killed so many people, dude. Don't be like, oh, you've killed me by hurting my feelings. <laughs> He's such a baby. Ugh, I'm sick of Roa, honestly. Well, this Bring is chaos less Roa. back. This is more uppercase Shiki. I know, I know. This is this is Roa Shiki, emphasis on the Shiki. I'm still gonna call him Roa. Cause I just I can't say uppercase Shiki every time and have it be intelligible. Yeah. And it's like we can't even call him Tono Shiki, because that's also our Shiki. Yeah, in like thirty seconds, I I have a, a nickname for both of them. Great. That... Shiki is trying to pull Akiha away from this guy. He insists again that Shiki killed him. Shiki starts to fill up with this horrible rage and hatred, and Shiki threatens to kill him. And the Roa says, "Don't even try. I am you. There's no one who can truly kill himself. I mean, if anyone can." 
I have news for for Abrakeshi. <laughs> uh, yeah. The vampire also says that Akiha belongs to him, so he's taking mm. her. Uh huh. And he takes off his bandages. And what does he look like? Um, like I would say hot, but in a way that is like he is meant to be hot. I uh-huh. do not find him attractive. He's supposed to be pretty. He's like in a like undone kimono. He's got shoulder length white hair, red eyes. He has the most ripped chest I've ever seen. He's like buff, yeah. And we got Shiki's real name. I kind of wasn't expecting to ever get his real name, his like birth name. Yeah, I feel weird saying real name, but like also given the given the context for why he got adopted, I'm going to say I'm perfectly fine calling it his real name. <laughs> What's his name? Nanaya. Huh. That's weird. What kanji do you think that uses? I didn't realize this until it's called out later. I did figure this out pretty quickly. Uh, Nanaya is seven knights. It's uh-huh. the inscription on the knife. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's Although said the at knife- the beginning of day 11. Explicitly. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a huge surprise reveal, but, um... No. Which is why I mention it now. Yeah. Ben? Yes? So I I vote to call these two Naki and Toki. <laughs> Naki and Toki? <laughs> or Nanaki? Nanaki and Toki? I can't do it. I'm just gonna call him <laughs> Roafen. I would have to redo all my notes, and it would just be more confusing. I'm more joking than anything, but... Toki. That is how I referred to them in my notes. I, I mostly still called Cheeky Cheeky because, like, uh-huh. he's often there without uh, Toki, but Tuki. when they're both in the same scene. One key and two key. <laughs> well, no, Ben. It's, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's seven key. And, I know. Um, yeah. Anyway. God. Dark Cheeky and Light Cheeky. Oh, now we're talking. But the problem is that Light Cheeky is the white-haired one. Yeah, because Light is evil, then. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> Shiki takes a terrible time to go on a trip down memory lane. He uh-huh. remembers that Makihisa adopted him on a whim and commanded him to forget his real name and passed after Shiki saved Akiha from a shadow that attacked her. He remembers these back-to-back. They're two separate events. Yeah. Uh, he throws Akiha... <laughs> Which is great. And grips his knife desperately. Uh, Roa does his, like, uh, usual whiny, oh, everything was taken from me shtick. Except for now, he's extremely possessive of Akiha specifically. Yeah. I wondered at this point, again, is he not possessed by Roa in this route? I also wondered this because it's... Like, it makes sense for what the focus of this route is. We're no longer on CL and Arcoid, whose primary concern is Roa. Yeah. Like, above all else. Oh, yeah, they don't care uh, at all about uppercase Shiki. Yeah. Um, this route is way more concerned with uppercase Shiki yes. because that's... Uh, family matters, you know? It's family. Um, Ben? Yeah. Ben. Yeah. You said that. What if... Uh, what if Fast and Furious cross Tsukihime? <laughs> I can't remember his name, but Vin Diesel's character. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> just with a shotgun over his shoulder, like, oh no, Shiki, he doesn't understand because he doesn't have family. Or would he side with... No, no, he wouldn't side with blood family over real no, family. because that... Uh, That's the whole what, point. Ben, I need to watch the Fast and Furious movies. I know that they're just shonen, and I don't like shonen very much, but, you know... Um, we can watch the Fast and Furious movies together, and you can pretend you're not watching, like you do with JoJo. I half watched JoJo. I, I admit that I half watched JoJo. Uh huh. It's just that that F-Go final fight was pretty good. <laughs> Parts of JoJo are good. Part three, the, the final fight was pretty God good. Awful. The, yeah, yeah. We're on break right now. We're watching My Hero Academia. Oh, hmm. Yeah, great. Uh huh. Listen, there's good girls in there, even if they're like desperately underserved. Ben, what? that's the worst part of MHA, is, like, there are some incredible girls in there, and then they just don't ever matter. I know, there's, like, real early on, you can kind of feel it, like, oh, oh, what if some of them actually get to matter, and then just, like, really rapidly you realize that they don't? Uh-huh. Frog, frog girl. Froppy. Is literally the best. She's great. And I love the, I know, the alien girl, the the invisible girl, gravity uh-huh. girl. Even even the like main girl, the one who has like gravity powers. Yeah, she's so she cute. gets like she's like yeah, she's shuttered off to a support role, where the only thing she ever gets to do that that's fun and important mm-hmm. is make uh, what's his name like more powerful yeah we just finished the like school festival tournament arc right uh-huh and this is really like the worst of it for me because she gets a big showdown with the like second boy bakugo right uh-huh and the, the evil one the yeah well yeah the, the one who one. wants to be evil or like acts like he's or evil but isn't one. wait not not the explosion boy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's king, he's king explosion murderer. Yeah, he is really angry, full of rage. Uh huh. So the whole arc up to that point has been about people like pushing themselves harder than their limits, right? Uh huh. And then she gets to this fight, and she does really well. And then like she, they get to the point where Bakugo is like, "Okay, it's it's time for us to really like push ourselves past our limits," and she faints because she's a girl. Uh huh. And it's just, like, the most frustrating thing in the entire world. And she just, like, cries on the ground for, like, a minute because she can't do it because she's a girl. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, like, the rest of that arc is every girl who had gotten far in that thing gets, like, a three-second montage of them getting beaten easily without laying a scratch on their opponent. <sighs> uh-huh. uh-huh. One, one girl whose power is, like huge vines that she can root herself to the ground with just gets like gently pushed off the stage uh-huh um i'm i know i am going to play or wow play i am going to read chainsaw man and i'm gonna revise my my take of i hate shonen with oh i just i just don't like most shonen chainsaw I'm- man rules so completely fan <laughs> I'm fine with Hunter Hunter. It's uh-huh. it, hunty, it has shown in pacing, which is another I cannot stand things Fan. that are like oh for like four episodes we're just gonna keep airing this same thirty second fight scene because we're diving so deep in detail of it that like 
there's no plot development at all for four episodes. Fen, Chainsaw Man is paced even wilder than Arcoid's arc, where it's just like, oh, about ten minutes into the show, or into the manga, the car has left the edge of the cliff and they are falling, and it's accelerating to terminal velocity. need to find time to read Please. Um, the The thing is, I know that that I'm going to start, and then it's going to be 6am, and I'm going to be like, I have work in, in three hours uh-huh. that I need to be awake for. Oh, the girls, fan. The girls are so good. Oh, I've all of the fan art I've seen of the girls is the uh-huh. best. Someone in the Abnormal Mapping Discord just started reading Chainsaw Man yesterday, and mm-hmm. uh, they finished it by the end of the day, and were posting their thoughts throughout. And, okay, uh, well, when I'm, when I'm visiting there, lend me your iPad so I can just lay oh, in your please. lap and and read it uh someone show you my favorite panels i can't remember if it was them or someone else but someone said that chainsaw man feels like it just got like every moment of chainsaw man feels like it just got canceled wild <laughs> ben where were we <laughs> i love chainsaw man <laughs> we have to finish this podcast before like midnight so uh, yeah, I was th- wondering if it w- if it's not actually Roa, it is actually Roa. Oh, right. Well, sort yeah. of. Roa's involved. Roa we'll, says... We'll kind of talk about it more later. Yeah. There's a, there's a CL Sensei's lesson where we get to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, he says that he plunged his, hands through, his hand through Shiki's chest after he lost to his blood, but then somehow Shiki ended up killing him. But again, this is just him being metaphorical. And the yeah. I, I think its translation is a little unclear. It, yeah, for, I think the problem with a very literal translation, which Mm -hmm. is, I think, what fan translations, certainly what fan translations of this era tend to be, is that sometimes there is stuff that is important for that literal translation that isn't translatable, period, and so just kind of gets dropped, and then you're left with something that is like, I, I killed can, you, but you killed me, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you can, you can like, reverse engineer some of it to be like, okay, I think this is what was happening, but, like, there's more there that is just never mm-hmm. made it into English. Yeah. Rather than trying to a little looser translate it, but have something that makes as much sense as mm-hmm. it originally made. But Localization anyway. is important. <laughs> so, I, Yeah. I we can't have this discussion now. I think I I am closer on the sometimes it's nice to just read things that were more translated than localized. Mm. But I know that that is not a, an opinion shared by everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I get it. And and some localization is like you can't get away with you yeah, you're going to do some anyway mm-hmm. and um yeah. I, I, I I'm very like the vibe is more important, you know what I mean? As Preserving the original vibe is more important than uh, preserving the original, like, line-for-line text, right? Yes, Like, it's 100%. something like The World Ends With You, it's important to get, like, references to memes, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My thing is really just, I I like it when stuff leaves name-enders. Oh, yeah, that stuff is really important. I I was so bummed listening to the Valentine's Day scenes and being like, Oh, right. There are, like, seven different ways to, that people refer to Master. Oh. But it's all just 
master in English. Oh, and I'm like, fair. no, that, that I want to know who calls me like Master San versus <laughs> uh, like Master Chan versus uh, I don't I, I think Tamamo still uses the like husband husband sama. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's incredible. So, uh, there was the scuffle between, uh, the double Shiki showdown. Yep. Makihisa locks Roa up somewhere underground. So I guess there's an underground facility under the mansion that's never going to get mentioned. Yeah. Um, he said that he would let Roa out or if he ever returned to being human, but that was probably just like a lie. You know what I mean? He's never going to turn human again. I mean, it, it's Makihisa, like, kind of hoping that he can, mm-hmm. but knowing he, that he can't. Makihisa, despite us getting the vibe that he's a horrible, like, harsh man, didn't have the heart to kill his son. Yeah. But he made Shiki, in, our Shiki, into Tono Shiki to cover it up. And all that stuff. We know this stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, he's... Roa is being a crybaby about Shiki taking his room and his stuff. And he's like, I'm going to return things to the way they were. I'm going to become oh. Tonoshiki, and you can return to being a dead person. And he kicks <laughs> Shiki into the hallway. That's a good line, though. Uh-huh. They clash knives, and we get choice two for the day. Glasses off, murder on, or get the fight away from Akiha's room. Did you do both of these? I just did the fighting. Um, I think I did both. What happens if you stall by getting away from Akiha's room? I think it's, like, three lines. Okay. Because uh, even if you fight, you, like, make it down to the lobby, right? Uh-huh. It's just that in... If you run away, you run there and then start fighting. I and see. if you fight, you fight your way there. I gotcha. I, I kind of figured it was something like that. I've been very wrong about this before. Some things that I think are just, like, momentary asides or a one less scene end up being something cool. So I shouldn't uh-huh. do this, but... Well... Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm the one exhaustively taking notes on everything, and so I, mm-hmm. and I have gotten, I've finally this route for the first nine days. I did take exhaustive notes on everything, mm-hmm. and I'm still taking exhaustive notes on choices. So, like, go with your gut. If it if it's something cool, I'll I'll tell you. Although you really do need to go back and see that scene. With I, gotta, I gotta go back. And Akiha, it's so good. I gotta say, this route, I I don't know if people could tell from the fact that we're going to have one more episode than normal, but I took the more notes for this route than I did for any route so far. I feel like part of that is just us getting comfortable. Uh-huh. Yeah, you'd but think it's also... I would get more concise, but no, I'm getting comfortable, so that means I'm writing more. Uh-huh. It's also that, like, I'm sure that our Arcoid notes would have been way longer had that not been our first route. Mm-hmm. But, like, then CL having a lot of shared content means that we didn't go, mm-hmm. well, okay, we did have our longest ever episode on this <laughs> route. But that's because our first two episodes were, like, three hours. We thought we had it under ben? control, then. I just said that out loud, and we, our episodes are way too long. <laughs> Love it. Anyway. They clash. Shiki's barely keeping up. Uh, he has all his ribs still this time, though, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, Roa is furious that he isn't handily beating him. Mm-hmm. Roa reveals that he was he's only using a knife to fight Shiki with because he wanted to prove his supremacy in all things, including w- weapon choice. You know what I mean? Huh. 
but he reverts to using his claws because he's more used to, to them. And Shiki's mm-hmm. like, uh-oh, he's being serious now. I'm probably going to die. Yeah, well, I mean, Shiki thinks that he is, as we've already seen, remarkably resilient to mm-hmm. anyone killing him aside from himself. Uh-huh, but... Shiki decides that he's going to put himself in risk to kill Roa as Roa strikes, and they're probably going to kill each other. Hmm. They're about to come to blows. When? What happens? Akiha shows up with bright red hair. Yeah, it's weird how her hair is, like, not quite the same, but close in shade to Hisui and Kohaku's. Uh Uh-huh. Well, Hisui and Kohaku's are, like, slightly more pink, They're more pinkish, but... Yeah, it's close. It's probably not anything. It's just I just like was struck by that here. Yeah, I just like oh yeah, I guess yeah. It's it is more blood red than uh huh. Although it does change in in at times, which is which is interesting. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. There are like three shades: a reddish brown, mm-hmm. la brown, dark brown, and and red. Hmm. So, Akiha appears and walks between them. Boys, boys, stop fighting for me. I I can have a thing for both of my brothers. Come on. No. (laughs) Ben. Akiha shields Shiki with her body. But Shiki's kind of got his, like, murder pervert thing going on. And he's like, "Eh, maybe I should just kill Akiha. Uh Uh-huh. And Roa's like, wait, no, Akiha, you don't get it. I'm your real brother. And she's like, fuck you. She's too high class for actual incest. I, if, if remarkably this route was, if, yeah, if this game was slightly different, it would be a very different game, actually, if Shiki was actually Akiha's brother, like, on all routes, Uh not just this one. I, I would have just turned off the game and been like, Ben, I'll hang out for the episode, you can tell me what happens. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't. I could not have made it through an episode where, like, actual blood siblings get together. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, here's the thing about this route, is that this is where I start having prob- uh, more problems. And That's fair! It's that increasingly, we realize that Roa Shiki, like, Roa Shiki, her real brother is extremely horny for her. Uh-huh! This it has sucks. already been vaguely implied by uh, a, a re- repeating bit where Roa prefers to kill people who look like Akiha. Uh-huh. But it's, a, like, the subtext becomes the text in this route, folks. It's bad. <sighs> and it makes everything else worse. Oh, yeah. God. Okay, so... Let's see. Akiha's standing between them. Uh, she says that she's head of the family and it's her job to put down family members who go bad. Uh-huh. Uh, she... I wish. I wish she would do that. Uh-huh. Roa has been watching her somehow, even though he's been locked up. He knew that Akiha was waiting for the return of her brother. And he killed Makihisa so that he could break out and return. Mm-hmm. I suspected this. A while ago. I wasn't sure if this was true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He absolutely actually killed Makihisa. That's why Makihisa died unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Don't know how he got the opportunity, but... Yeah. She is sure to clarify that she meant she... 
Shiki, our Shiki, when she was waiting for her brother to come back, and that he's a loser and a murderer, and he should he should have been died eight years ago. Yeah, I I feel like it's pretty obvious. Well, I guess not to not to um Tono Shiki. Of course, Akiha was going to choose the person she cares about uh-huh. and not the dirty basement vampire. <laughs> <laughs> the dirty basement vampire is convinced that she's just confused and that she doesn't realize that in order to fuck her blood sibling, she has to go for him. Mm. It's awful, Fen. It sucks. So he orders her aside one last time. Akiha's like, no, fuck off. And Roa jumps, trying to get past her and to Shiki. Shiki is prepared to cut his, cut his death lines as Roa kills him and uh, achieve mutual death. But Roa doesn't get to him. Why? Because Akiha leapt in the way. She gets run through by his nails and collapses, and Roa freezes in place. Yep, for... For a second, but it's long enough for Shiki to do his dark business. He carves him up and then shuts down like a robot that has run out of energy. Uh-huh. While Akiha bleeds out. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. The lights come on and uh, he realizes that Akiha and Roa's bodies are both gone. Uh, it's It's been a while. It didn't seem I... like any time. It took me a second to realize that what was happening. Yeah, my initial, uh, I was like, wait, was all of that just, like, a vision or, like, a dream? That would have been wild. Uh, and then, no, it's it's made pretty clear that it's just like, oh, like, all of that happened and then Shiki blacked out for mm-hmm. a minute. There's a trail of blood leading out, which, uh, it implied to me that Roa's not dead. A fucking annoying bastard. I mean, like, we know he's a vampire, and all Shiki did was slash him. Well, he cut him into a bunch of pieces, right? This I think it was just, like, slashed him across the tummy, cutting okay. him in two. That's not too much, but, like, Arcoid is so much more powerful than this guy. Yeah. <sighs> she yeah. did get she did get the old 17-piece treatment, I guess. That's, yeah. I believe, I believe it was said that it was just one slash, not, mm-hmm. like, a bunch. Well, I guess we'll find out later. Yeah. The thing is that wounds inflicted by him aren't supposed to be able to heal. And I don't know how Roa comes back so quickly. There's a very specific reason that Roa comes back quickly. Does he? Is there? And oh, we'll, because we'll of get his... to it later. He has a special ability, right, right, right. It's, well, yeah, it's less Roa, it's more Shiki. Yeah, yeah. I'm still fucked up about the fact that uh, Arcoid apparently had to grow a new body. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where do you start? Just the biggest piece? Did you think... What do you think she did with her bits that were left? Do you think she ate them for power? Aww. <laughs> I don't... I don't love that. <laughs> well, how else did she get rid of them, Ben? Is... Ben? Yes? Is it a... Is it a, like, dragon thing? Like... Like, tails are delicacies. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> True ancestor is a delicacy. Yeah, Ah, fan. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it. What? Uh, No, don't worry about it. So, let's see. Uh, He's panicking because everyone's gone, but Hisui appears suddenly to reassure him. The emergency power has been turned on, and she tells him that Akiha's wounds aren't that bad. Which seems unlikely, but good. Uh Uh-huh. 
I mean, she did get slashed, not uh-huh. like stabbed, which uh-huh. I guess, yeah. Especially if Shiki realized at the last moment that he was going to slash the girl mm-hmm. he's so horny for, he would probably let up a little. But yeah. still, it seemed like big claws. Mm-hmm. Seemed a little hard to like give her a little bit of a slash. He's like, where have you been? And she's like, well, I've been trying to talk to you. You've just kind of been standing here for a while. It's been an hour. So an hour since the maids up, like came to save them. Uh, and he's just uh-huh. been there, like, turned so off. Longer since he de- deactivated. Uh-huh. Uh, he feels horrible that he didn't do more. And, like, to be fair, he he did something. He, Roa didn't have the run of the house, you know? Yeah. She says that, Hisui says that Akiha's wound isn't that bad, but it's not going to heal fast. So she's in her room. Hisui uh, asks him what happened. Apparently, she regained consciousness in Kohaku's room and found out the lights were on. They were both drugged. Which is interesting. Shiki doesn't bear them any ill will, I guess. Ben? What? How were they drugged? What do you mean? Kohaku prepares all their food. Yes. When... When did drugs get in there? He's just been, like, hanging around the house for, like, a week, it feels like. You know what I mean? I, I guess. I just, like... Yeah. Or, if they are human, I suppose he could use his mystic eyes of enchantment to force them to drink some kind of drug. That's... that's fair. Mm-hmm. Because he does have that trick, at least. Yeah. It just feels like Akiha knows that the that they are magic people who are like potentially at risk and I feel like someone in this house should be good at fighting. Hey, Shiki kind of Shiki's very bad at fighting to protect other people is the thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's the motivation he needs. Yes. But that like his fighting is very defensive mm-hmm. and not of other people. It's literally of his life. Uh-huh. He's he sucks at yeah, he sucks at fighting other people like offensively. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And so yeah, it sure would be nice if and he someone attention. was able to fight. Yeah, because also Akia didn't know that he was good at fighting. It just feels yeah. like if she's supposed to be the one whose job it is to put down monsters in the family, that she should have some like she should know how to fight. Any of them should uh-huh. know how to fight. Battle maids, come on. So. Who do you think would win in a fight? Hisui or Kahaku? Well, uh, let's play Melty Blood and find out. Whichever one I pick. Was <laughs> <laughs> that because you helped them? Huh? No, because I would beat you in the fighting game. Oh, that's what you meant. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who do you want to win in a fight? I think I might like Hisui more, but I'm not 100%. Hmm. I think you might have to pick Kahaku, then. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So that I can win, because you're you're too reticent to see... Mm, To see Hisui Hisui be sad. I don't like it when Hisui's sad. Yeah. I don't like it when Hisui's sad, either. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, Hisui is here, and she's not sad. But she's a little concerned, though. When the maids arrived, right. Akiha was down, he was frozen, and Roa was gone. Uh, they don't uh-huh. they don't know what happened, so... Well, they don't say anything about Roa. Yeah. But Shiki asks. Yeah, yeah, so he's convinced that Roa's alive. Thank fuck that he realizes this. He's so bad at realizing these things. You uh-huh. know what I mean? 
Uh, he wants to see Akiha to apologize to her and talk to her, and he's, he's like, uh, n- no. No, don't do that. I, I took this as, uh, dude, Kohaku is treating her, ru- her wounds. She's topless. Don't <laughs> go in there. Also, she might jump you. Uh huh. So yeah, at this point, I was like, yeah, the maid's the maid's hair is a little dustier, duller than Akiha's, less saturated. Yeah. Uh, Hisui says she'll fetch him when Akiha asks for him, but he should go rest, and he goes to sit down in his room. In other words, Ben, he gets sent to his room like a little kid. <laughs> yes, to think about how adopted he is. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, he wonders if Akiha knew that he was adopted, and he worried, he's worried that she defended him because she thinks that he's the blood brother. Obviously, that that's not wild. true. Obviously, he's like, why would you protect someone like that if they weren't actually your blood family? That's like, the fuck are you talking about? Why would she pick the dirty basement boy over you? Yeah, don't. In in our surveys, zero out of a hundred people picked the dirty basement vampire. Right in if you would pick the dirty basement vampire over Shiki. I don't. Just including the contents of this game, not like Melty Blood or Kagetsu Tona, Kagetsu Tona. Yeah, because we don't anything. know anything about if, those yet. If you would pick dirty basement vampire over Shiki, I don't think I trust you. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is that uh, Roa Shiki is just worse Shiki. He's he's so much worse as the He's thing. so much worse, yeah. So, let's see. Oh, Kohaku's here. Kohaku comes in. She says that Akiha's out of the danger zone, which um, maybe you should have brought her to a hospital. I don't know. But they're not a hospital kind of family. It's fine, Ben. She won't be able to walk for a couple weeks. That is less fine. And Kawaku says it's okay for him to go and have a short talk with Akiha. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, I-, I will. And she's like, oh, great. You take care of her for a little while. And she walks away wobbling. Uh-huh. Shiki, innocent brickhead that he is, is like, <laughs> she must be really tired. And not, wow, she must have gotten fucking sipped down like a Capri Sun. How? Hmm. Yes? How does Kohaku not have anemia? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Akiha doesn't drink as much blood as a as a vampire does. Sure. But like you're not supposed to donate that much blood. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess like Kohaku must just be like snacking down on like iron bars. <laughs> uh-huh. I, yeah, yeah, just crunching down on big iron bars. Okay. <laughs> Akiha we're here to check on you. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, we're not, but she is. She looks pretty fucked up. Um, she's very quiet. Oh, wait, one sec, Ben. What? Sorry, I just Kohaku saying she won't be able to walk for a couple of weeks made me write down, haha, which means that there's a zero percent chance of a sex scene, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fen. Oh, I knew it was it was a false hope, but I. I was really hopeful. We get a close-up face uh, face CG of Akiha looking pensive. He comes to sit next to her, and she says that he should ask his questions softly. And he's mm. like, I can wait until you're better. And she's like, okay, well, I need to ask you something. What does, he, what does she want to know, Ben? 
Yeah, she says that she gets mad about things she doesn't understand, so she wants to hear some the answer from him. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll tell you. And she's like, no, I'm being selfish. <laughs> uh, she says that she's holding so many secrets but demanding all the answers from him. And he's like, oh, I like when you're selfish. It's cute. And he, she asks where he got the word vampire from. And he's like, well, partly from CL telling me. And partly because of my dreams, which seemed pretty vampire-y. And he explains about the dreams. He says that he was worried about himself being the killer because of those dreams. Um, and then Akio's like, oh, CL didn't tell you I'm a monster, necessarily, or tell me you that I'm a va- vampire specifically. You were worried because of these dreams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had some reason to believe that something could be wrong beyond taking CL's word over hers. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, better, I guess. They talk about their brother, uppercase Shiki, Roa. Shiki is still convinced that she doesn't know that he's the adopted brother and is scared to say anything while she's in such bad shape. That seems unlikely that, I don't know. Yeah, it's... It wouldn't. It's, given, given all the lengths that she's gone to to, like, keep up all of the other facades. Yeah, yeah it's silly. Um, but I, I do get if there is a chance that she doesn't know, maybe not the best time to tell her, since he yeah. is also convinced yeah. that she only threw herself in the way because they're related. Yeah. Because he's a dumbass. Uh, let's see. She talks about the ancient Tono bloodline. She says that despite the relative weakness of Shiki's blood, it somehow awoke and turned him into a creature of instinct, causing him to attack Shiki. This is a, one of the bits where I'm like, okay, part of this story works really great as a first story. Right? Mm-hmm. Because the family stuff, uh, a good bit of it does make sense as a as an introduction to the world without getting into the specifics of vampires. And then you have cool reve- reveals later, like, why did he wake up? Why did yeah. his blood activate? And you get the, like, uh-huh. deeper, weirder lore stuff of Roa. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've kind of, like, I'm half, I'm not as convinced that this is, that's the way to go anymore. And it's all just, like, a backseat driving anyway. So, she talks about all of the Tono abilities, like eats people and goes crazy. Uh, not great. <laughs> no. A lot of the stuff that they talk about isn't great. Uh-huh. Well, it it ranges from not great in the sense that, like, it would kind of suck to be a, a monstrous family. Uh-huh. To not great because... It's like, oh yeah, doesn't it suck to have mental illness? Yeah, yeah, it isn't conflates. That a, isn't that a terrible demonic thing? It conflates mental illness with eating people a little bit. Yeah, and again, it's not actually that. It is monster blood. You know, uh-huh. not all people who have mental illness in this world eat people, but uh, the comparison isn't great. So she says that Shiki, uppercase Shiki, should have died, but he somehow grabbed onto our Shiki's soul or life force or something like that and survived. We knew this from the last room. Uh huh. She says that um, they are different people who are living off one heart, which is how he tunes into uppercase Shiki's thoughts so easily. And she says that he can probably tune into her thoughts, too, which should be a flag to him that she's connected to him somehow. Uh huh. Uh, he says that her hair is still a little red and that she looks pretty weak, uh, and asks about the hair. She says that when her tono blood gets excited, it expresses itself by turning her hair red. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. says that 
it turns her hair back to her original hair color, which is red. Huh. Just interesting. Uh, he says that he likes it better black, uh, and silently adds that it's like she's being stained by her evil blood, which is a bit of a ham, ha- ham-fisted metaphor. Yeah. But again, dislike of red has been established as a thing for yeah. Shiki, and also she doesn't like red either. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to be like Roa. And, uh, what happens to her as she's, like, talking about this? Um, she kind of collapses back into bed and uh she's not doing great ben uh she's in a lot of pain she's suddenly convulsing from this intense pain and he runs over she's like gritting her teeth he, he's like should i get a kohaku and she's like no 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 there's no blood left in that one <laughs> uh she grabs his arm really hard and says that no one can help her and he's like okay well i'll, I'll stay with you and like she's not letting you good letting your arm go anyway and he realizes that her hair has changed back to a brighter shade of red. And she's like, it'll mm. pass, it'll pass. Uh, I wrote at this point that I just I just want a cute blood drinking scene from this game. We've gotten several of those. We've gotten... Just not... Uh, well, we've gotten scary, sexy Yumizuka scenes, which are great. That's cute. That's, a di- that's not cute. That's, that's, uh, that's hot. <laughs> that's exciting. That's fun. Um... We've gotten yes. Arcoid almost tearing his throat out, which is tense and, ama- and uh, excellent. That's one of the best scenes. That like uh-huh. that like breathy moment of her teeth by his neck. Yeah. Uh, um, I want like a cute like re- like I'm in a relationship with a vampire like drinking scene. I want I want the Kohaku and Akiha chattering as they do it kind of scene. Okay, so we did get. A CG, but you want like an I want the scene. scene there. Yeah, I want I want to see okay. the, a dynamic, not just yeah. a one-off thing. Uh huh. Anyway, I know I'm not going to get that. So, after a few long minutes of pain, she calms down. Her hair fades back towards black, and she apologizes for making him watch that. Uh huh. And he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, it's just because you're you're hurt." And she's like, "No, <laughs> this is what my life is like. It's got nothing to do with the wound." Oh, what a realization. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, he's like, wait, you, you go through that kind of pain all the time? She's like, yep. It's just, it's the Tono blood. If you give in to that pain, you will become like Roa, is what she says. Hmm. Which is interesting. She also says that her blood is especially strong compared to a lot of the other people in the Tono family. And it's been getting worse and worse every day as she grows up. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, she doesn't seem mad about it. She's just kind of resigned to her fate. And Fen, Fen, yes. Will you read this quote about why this happens to her? Ben, this is. I don't think it. I don't think it's the very first time. Uh huh. It is one of the first times that we get one of my favorite uh, staples. Of no, I think we get some in the Akiha route or wow, um, Arcoid, uh, Arcoid route. Um, we get uh, just numbers used to illustrate abstract concepts uh-huh. in ways that are uh, just inf- incredible. But so Akiha says, my body uses more heat than the average person. <laughs> So I cannot get enough energy using normal methods, and I end up having to get heat directly from someone. Uh-huh. 
They could have just said that her body uses more energy than most people's, and so she needs to get energy from other sources, but they specifically use the word heat, which is hilarious. Uh Uh-huh. It's fascinating. She says that she becomes a little like a vampire, but she can't rely on it too much without making the problem actually worse. If she doesn't indulge in it at all, the pain becomes so intense that she risks losing control completely. And, yeah, and Mm -hmm. vice versa, that... Like, if she indulges too much, she's just also going to lose control. Yes. Uh, He murmurs something about that's why she drank Kohaku's blood. She's surprised that he knew, blushes, and looks away. And this is a great fact. This is is incredible, Fen. Do you want to tell me me this next bit about her and how she works? As, as, uh... As it's, well, yeah, this is not, like, a revelation based on what she said. It makes sense. But, so, blood is a last resort. It's most effective, but since it is just heat that she is missing, cuddling her is fine. Oh, yes, this is wild. She is just a cold-blooded lizard. (laughs) She just needs to be warm. Uh This is so funny because I, I I get that... It would be very different uh, amount of like magical heat that she's getting from blood compared to cuddling, but also the fact that she could like reduce the strain on her body just by getting cuddled is very cute, and also kind of like lowers the urgency of the blood thing in my mind intensely. Because like, just sleep with next to someone then. Yeah, <laughs> just like, cuddle why someone. aren't you sleeping with Kahaku every night? Right. And, like, she seems to equate this as being just as bad of, as the blood thing, which is wild to me. I get the feeling that Kohaku would be perfectly happy. <laughs> Kohaku would be very happy to get cuddled every night. And if that's not enough, then it's, like, a, a, an Akiha sandwich with Hisui on one side and Kohaku on the other. Right? She could just, like, be a happy little cookie. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, girlfriend, what needs to hold your hand for power is very cute. Uh, uh-huh. I love that. We also get specifically, she needs living heat. She can't just sit on a heater. You can't just give her a hot water bottle. It needs to be a living person. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, magic? I don't know. Yeah, she should be sleeping curled up on top of Kohaku. Yeah, like a cat. Uh-huh. Kohaku is not cold, Theory. Oh. <laughs> ben, so, yes. Now, are we going to find out that, in fact, Kohaku is some sort of android and therefore not living? I'm still holding out one of them's a homunculus, so technically, yes. But homunculi have, or can have, magical circuits, I guess. They well, don't necessarily have them. Kohaku is, has to be a living thing. Because she can drink her blood. Yeah. For power. Yeah. For heat. Yeah. For warmth. For warmth. Uh-huh. Yeah. She should just do uh, Elizabeth Bathory uh, blood baths. Yeah, that sounds perfectly reasonable. Yeah, that seems fine. Definitely not at all wasteful. No, not at all. Like, Liz is <laughs> Liz is in this <laughs> in existence. In the Fate universe, she could teach her. Mm-hmm. I don't know where she gets all her blood from. So. God, this is such a fucking cute detail. Even though it, like, kind of, like, kills some of the urgency of the blood stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Tashiki responds to this kind of like I did. She, he's like, um, that's really not that bad. You're just like a normal human with an unusual diet. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, so if you get blood, the spasms wouldn't happen. And she's like, yes, but I don't want to take in blood just because I'm hungry. Come on, I hate this. Just let the vampire girls drink blood. Uh-huh. Like, they depict it as such a slippery slope to murder. Uh-huh. And it's like, you can just... You're already drinking blood from your maid. It's fine. Just don't go on a killing spree. So Some people can just decide not to go on a killing spree. So, her blood gets stronger at night as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's why it's so painful at night. And she's like, I'm handling it, though. Everything's fine. Yeah, seems that way. Akiha, seems like everything is perfectly fine. <laughs> He's like, Akiha, you're being dumb. I, if you need blood, you can have as much of my blood as you want, rather than just, like, be in pain all the time because you are being your dad. And she's like, I don't want to drink blood, though, because I don't want you to think of me as a vampire. I want to be a human like you. I get that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be human. But... I don't either. I don't necessarily want to be a vampire. No. Uh, I feel like being a true ancestor would kick ass, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all, all of the pluses and very few negatives. Yeah. Seems pretty great, honestly. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I know, every true ancestor we've met is miserable, but... Well, we've only met one. Uh, I mean, in general, but I'm oh, also yes, wrong. Yeah. Well, well, okay. The issue there is just don't fall in love with mortals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, he asks if he could do anything, and she says, just go get some sleep. And he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm waiting until you fall asleep. And eventually she does, and he stays anyway until Kohaku has finished her, like, downing of protein bars and has come back to, to check on them and kick Shiki out. Uh-huh. And as he leaves, he thinks that he's not so worried about Roa as much as he's worried about the fact that as she slept, Akiha's hair never turned back to black. That's worrying. That's really worrying. And so that's the end of day 10. <laughs> Fen, where can we find you on the internet? Oh, at Fennec underscore Fox on Twitter. Or what's right, your website? Or fennec.moe. It's a great which website. Just redirects to my Twitter, but f-e-n-i-c dot m-o-e. Uh huh. Um, you can find us at Crying Rules actually, or at sorry at Crying Rules on Twitter. Uh, email questions for the Q and A episode at Crying Rules actually dot at gmail dot com. Or sorry, not no at at the beginning of that one. <gasps> at hmm. <laughs> crying rules actually at gmail.com for questions for our Q&A answer and like, episode if you have wrap up uh, thoughts feedback. about the route we'll probably read a bunch of emails if people send them to us yeah yeah you, you have a while to get those in yeah you got for, some time uh, we're gonna finish this before the new year but we're we're gonna cut it a little close it's I'm it is going to be at the very least like late November uh huh yeah. Or, I guess, early November, I think, is the earliest we get to that episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially, hopefully, hopefully the maid roots are only three episodes apiece. I would, I, I'm still hoping for two, but I'm not with... <sighs> it would be great. 
we have a guest for those, so I bet that those will be slightly longer episodes. Anyway, uh, where can ben, you find Ben on the internet? Uh, I'm Ben. Ben, I'm, where can we find you on the internet? I'm at Ben Ends on Twitter, or you can find my not-safe-for-work writing at Doomgender on Twitter. Uh, you already said the thing about the show. Uh, uh-huh. Ben, what do we say to round out the podcast? One day, let's... One day, let's cuddle like energy vampires who need heat. <laughs> oh, I do need heat is the problem. I mean, I don't need heat. I do need cuddles. Uh-huh. You actually need cold right now. It's fucking hot in both of our rooms. One day, let's meet in the digital scene.